I'm ready whenever. Okay. Rolling? Yeah. Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Brownson. And no matter what platform you're listening, listening to us on, welcome to episode 15. In this episode, we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 taking the world by storm, a couple blasts from the past stories, Destiny 3 rumors, BlizzCon predictions, our favorite horror games of all time, which was a fun segment, I can tell you that right now. And the best Game of Thrones game made yet. Episode 15, here we go. Get litning. <laughs> Alright, welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 15. We're back after a short hiatus. Matt had surgery. Feeling good? Doing well? I'm not feeling good. They're doing well. I've been working 70 hours a week and I'm sick, so if my voice sounds different, that's why, but good news is we survived and now we're unlocking a new level of god mode so uh probably what everybody's talking about right now you might as well just jump right in red dead redemption 2 it took the world by storm after absolutely rockstar did their traditional don't preview our game really just make it and then have put it out been, have you been able to play it i have and in between uh, all those hours before we get into that so first of all the reviews came out and are basically universally hailing it as a the game of the generation or one of them uh, I imagine that sales numbers are through the roof and there was a huge controversy about the crunch on this game because one of the developers said something like I don't remember how many hours he's like he said we were working 80 hour weeks or something like that 100 hour weeks or something it's like incredible. that to try to tweak the story at the last minute he was a member of the writing team. Did they say what they did? Well, then he backed. Well, he backtracked it because the big controversy was everybody at Rockstar was being abused and they had oh, to do all this crunch time one stuff. Of, one of these stories, right? So then he backtracked and said, "Well, no, it was only it was only us four, the writing team, and we did it voluntarily. We wanted to make sure it was perfect." Yeah, it's a very be- sensitive topic. And then it became this huge debacle of people, you know trying to get information out of Rockstar employees. Rockstar eventually said... I'm sure he took heat internally for for saying that publicly. But Rockstar eventually came out and encouraged the employees, tell people how you feel, like just, which is probably the best thing they could have done. Yeah. And and I heard that... Because they're going to anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, either publicly or anonymously. It looks better for them as a company and as as management to say, just be open and tell them what you think. I think that's the play there um, because, you know, there's always the anonymous channel right. through, through right. their publications. So right. it's going to get out. Right. So you might so as well just said, tweet about it, good. do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it seems like a pretty mixed bag. A lot of the developers were saying, yeah, I did work a lot of hours, but I did it because I care about this game, I care about this company, and so on and so forth. But I don't want to get too much into the controversy, but it has been a huge controversy. And I even saw some people saying, we should boycott Red Dead Redemption 2 because <laughs> the developers were worked like you know dogs and so on and so forth. I wonder what we'd, we would be able to buy if we boycotted everything. everything that yeah. Has to boycott. Yeah. I mean, it is a serious. I mean, yeah. speaking from somebody who's been, I just worked four consecutive seventy-hour weeks. I didn't feel like a human being. Like I had no life. I mean, it know, does suck. But if you're doing it voluntarily, then game development has been notorious for yeah. for this kind of schedule. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I assume, I hope they get compensated. I mean, they must, right? I would hope they get at least overtime and so yeah. on. So, I mean, I got overtime, and I didn't feel like it was worth it at all. Yeah. I just, your life is more important. I, I think I remember seeing the Epic parking lot once, and it was just full of, like, Lamborghinis and Porsche yeah. and stuff. So, so I think they're being compensated well. Yeah, but, I mean, I, you know, like you said, it is, game development's known for this type of stuff, and it is, it's a crappy practice. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it doesn't but, surprise me that it happens. No, no. And, and I'm glad at least a lot of the developers came out and said, hey, you know, I was doing it because I care about this, not because anybody forced me to. It was because I decided to. And that's always... I mean, if, if it's happening, you prefer that it's that way rather than yeah. management. I mean, when you think about the nature of gaming you know, <clears throat> and, and the creation of games, it's sort of artistic. So, I right. mean, I mean you always... It's a passion project. Yeah, and you're always like, well... Maybe we can add this. Maybe we can add that. Can we do this better? So, I mean, no matter what, I feel like they're always going to be sort of like time constraint. Yeah. Because they're always going to want to make it better. Right. You know? and, and, you know, if they spend more but time But also get it, it done quicker. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always going to be a problem, I think. I mean, it is interesting, though, because this is a game that was in development for seven years. Unless you're, unless you're Madden. Right. <laughs> which, which I think is developed in two weeks by yeah, three guys. Yeah, much. Yep. Updated. Now, that said... Um, like I said, everybody's playing this game. The reviews hailed it. You, so you haven't played it because you and I didn't I even talk about it. I have not played it because I bought another game recently, and I, you know, I, I just have too many games to justify. I, I right just now. thought about this. <laughs> Next episode, I want to do a "What's in Your Backlog." I really, segment. you know, but I'm telling you, I was this close to buying it. Yeah. I mean, because especially once I started seeing the videos and stuff, yeah. like it's just so incredible looking, and. Uh, we didn't shut down, did we? We did not shut down. We came close. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's really incredible looking. Um, so I almost bought it. Well, let me tell you, I bought it um, yesterday. So just yesterday. I have three days off, finally, after not really having a day off for almost a month. And I... Here's, here's my 60-second impressions. I've played about two to three hours of it so far. The story and the writing and the presentation and graphically, mind-blowing. So, so good. The world, they've really done a great job of creating a world that, you know, replicates what it probably felt like to be one of these living in this time period. They did a great job. It's so detailed. That said, remember a few episodes back when I talked about it and I said, you know, Rockstar games always have crappy controls and they're really clunky. Yeah. Now, all that same stuff still made it through. The controls are, do not. Yeah, I hear feel a good. lot of complaining about the controls. The, the movement's clunky. The controls are. Rockstar is the only developer that sits there and uses B for a reload button. Every other game is X. Yeah. They do B. Yeah. You spend seventy five. Can you map them? You might be able to. You spend seventy five percent of your time pumping A, because in order to sprint or make your horse go faster. You have to pump A. You can't hold the button. So it's a workout. You have to just sit there and pump A. And like, I feel like... <clears throat> Burn those calories. Stuff like that. How does this get overlooked? Like in development. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, every, almost every other game, you just like click your stick or something like well, that. Yeah, I mean, it or is... Or maybe double tap A. It I, is kind I don't of strange know. because, I mean, you look at the rest of the game and like the attention to detail is just extraordinary. It's unbelievable. But the would, world is so beautiful. You, you, you would think that one of the first things they would try and nail is the... Controls. I mean, they, that, 
Well, it carries across all their games. GTA, yeah. Red, the original Red Dead used this yeah, control oh, yeah. scheme. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the same the control Red scheme Dead they've used since GTA Three, I think. Yeah. And um, so, so you know, overall, overall, I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Like I said, the presentation, the writing, the voice acting, the world, absolutely amazing. I mean, it's new levels of next gen. It really oh, yeah, is. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. I mean, um, I saw this one video today. That I mean, it, it's a very small thing, but the fact that they like nailed it, I just couldn't believe it. And it was he was like walking along the side of like a, a like a hill or a mountain or yeah. something, and his his right foot sort of slipped. He slipped, yeah, yeah, and it, stuff it, like, like that. And it looked, I mean, like his right foot slipped past his left foot, and you know he falls over, and it just looked like something that you know like yeah. I've done in real life. It, right. it just right. looked so accurate. Yeah. So natural. I right. couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could it, not it, believe the there's, I was doing a mission yesterday and I just tilted the camera the right way. I saw one of the horse's nostrils flare. Right. And it's like I was like, holy crap. You know, like just well crazy attention to detail. You, you know the uh the other part of the course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're not gonna go into the that other one, I don't think. horse anatomy detail. But there, there's tiny uh, the detail, and so far, um, you know, I had mixed feelings about make, making a uh, new protagonist. And because John Marston was such a great protagonist in the first game, uh, the new character so far I do like a lot. So those fears have been squelched. They, they did make, you know, the characters are really great. But I mean, I'm, I, I gotta say, just like I always predict with open world games, I am worried that because there's so much tedium and just like you know from mission to mission you're riding your horse for five ten minutes just riding your horse riding your horse riding your horse i'm worried that i'm just gonna be like yeah i'm gonna go play PUBG. Yeah. i'm gonna go play blackout yeah. like you know whatever but so i i don't know i mean if you're if you like single player games i mean I this one's say, gonna blow your mind I think. the reason but, i didn't buy red dead redemption 2 is because i've been playing Shadow of the Colossus remake for... Talk about riding your horse, riding for, your for horse. People. Well, yeah, but, you know, um, actually, and it's funny, because this is actually the second time I owned it, but this is, like, the first time I played it extensively. Because there's no other enemies but the Colossus. Yeah, but, you know, right? they, they did a really good job of making sure you don't just ride your horse and yeah. ride your horse. Though you do quite a bit. But there's th stuff to I pay mean, attention to. And yeah, I mean, but you don't actually ride your horse all that much yeah. compared to probably, like, Red Dead. Yeah. I mean... For different reasons, but yeah. I really like the way, uh, you know, Shadow of the Colossus handles things, yeah. and I'll get into that more later. And, you know, uh, Rockstar, there's always conversations going on between characters when you're riding, so it's not like you're just riding in silence or anything, and there's side missions you can stop and do and random events, so, but, I don't know, I'm, I'm just know, impatient and getting old, I it, guess. It, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny, though, I, I was just thinking, in some ways, the freedom that you know, games like Red Dead give you. Yeah. Sort of adds to the tedium. Yeah. Because, like, without that, you need to go here and do this. Right. Like, you just start to go off in right. random directions, and then you're like, uh, you know. Well, I've been riding through the woods looking for a horse or a, yeah, a deer to hunt for by 10 this minutes. Thing, and, and then you got to go over here. Yeah. And then you got to double back. Right, right. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, but Shadow Colossus does a great job of not letting you do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, one way or another, everybody's playing Red Dead. I'm going to keep playing it. We'll see if I finish it six months from now when I have the time to 
Yeah. It, the campaign's like 60 hours yeah, long. Yeah, I'm so, so close to finishing the first one. I really probably should do that. I love the first one. This might... My, it's funny. I, my taste and my time for gaming has changed. I heard so much about people saying, like, with the first one, you know, I got down to Mexico, <laughs> yeah. and then it just turned to trash, and I yeah. stopped playing it. That's exactly what happened yeah. to me. I got down to Mexico, and I was just like, oh, my goodness, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I remember when uh, the first God of War came out. That's what I was blown away with about that game. Because at that time, everybody was like, oh, it was way too short. It was way too short. Because it was like six or eight hours but it was the most intense and action-packed and like six adrenaline hours, yeah. yeah and i was like that's what i want like that's yeah. give me that like yeah. anyway red dead redemption 2 we'll see if you ever buy it we'll see what you think of well, it. i i probably will buy it at some point so here's one just for you so not just for you but dig- me. digital foundry Wounds me. Got an exclusive story this week that Sega was actually remaking the first Shamu, but then it got canceled. Did you see any of this? Did you see any of the screens or the footage? Oh, oh no, I didn't. Yeah, they actually got actual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it wasn't. Look. It wasn't a full blown like next gen game. It was somewhere in between a remaster and a remake, like yeah. graphically at least. Like it kind of stuck to the original graphical style, but. You know, yeah. Before it they, looked pretty good. Before they just said, uh, "Screw it, just release the game as it was." Yeah, appa- <laughs> apparently they. Because that's what they did. It was a budgetary the, uh, thing. The like they two. were doing it, and then they just said, "You know, this is going to cost too much money, or it is costing too much money. Let's just that, that re-release." Been, that would have been the most Shinmu HD thing. ports. That that would have been the most Shinmu appropriate thing they could have done is spent way too much money on the on remake. remaking the first one. Yeah, <laughs> and not make a third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did. They are. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you heard about like the remastered. You know, they did release the remastered one and two. Yeah. And, and obviously that was dirt cheap to do. Yeah, they because I slapped I, some from higher what I, from what I there. heard, I, I didn't play it. I mean, I saw it in the store. I heard it had a lot of glitches. Too. I saw it in the store on Friday, and I was like, oh, you know, don't like, do it, don't do tempting, it, tempting, tempting, but. You know, I heard so much negativity towards it that I was like, nah. I don't think that there was a, really a problem with... It's just that it had all the same problems as the original. They didn't well, yeah, fix anything. They, yeah, I guess they just it was a Dreamcast of ported game. it straight yeah. over, you know, like... All yeah. the glitches, all the right. low-res texture, right. like, you know, like... Yeah. No, it didn't get much Yeah, didn't, they didn't do anything, no, yeah. really. So. But, I guess I should have put that in Did You Know, probably, that... There was a remake of the first Shamu being made at one point by Sega. We could have put it in that so Sega too. Yes, that, but that they really, canceled it. Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of the least Sega thing. I mean, <laughs> Sega should have just put it out there. <coughs> so, oh, here's a. We had to put the Fortnite news in there because Fortnite's the biggest, biggest game in the world. So when Fortnite was originally announced, everybody always forgets this, and what and originally released, it was like a combination. Of the Fortnite building mechanics, yeah, shooting, and almost like tower defense. And that's what the single player, it's single player but with other people, the campaign, the story mode, it's called Save the World. Yeah. That's how the game originally released. That's what Fortnite was. And I remember Cliffy B announcing this on stage way, way back. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it at E3. Yeah, yeah. Or it might have been the Game Awards or something, oh, but I don't know. Either way. And Battle Royale really came out. They saw the success of PUBG, and they were like, oh, well, we could do this, too. Then, obviously, they took over the world and struck gold. 
But they've been saying forever that because Fort, Fortnite is still an early access. It's technically still an early access game, even though it's been out for ever now. They delayed because Save the World costs, I think, twenty nine ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine, which I own. I bought it when it was before Battle Royale ever came out. So they delayed the free to play because they're gonna make Save the World free to play. They delayed it to twenty nineteen, and most people are just considering this a complete cash grab because, like, ten percent of the population actually plays the Save the World to begin with. Yeah. But and we all know. They don't need the money. Yeah. So it, it seems like if they just wanted to get more people to play it, they would just go free to play with it. Yeah. And they said they want to make more changes to make it higher quality and stuff, but it's been out for like a year, a year and a half. Yeah. So it seems Nobody a little cares and... seems a little shady of them to. Um, I don't know. I just cannot get excited about Fortnite. Yeah. I just cannot do it. See, when it first came I, out, I actually was playing it this morning too. Were you? Yeah. You know, my niece and nephew were over, and uh, and of course. They love the game. Yeah. And so we're, you know, they were they were doing the dance, the, yeah. the floss. The dental floss. And, uh, you know, all that stuff. And I was just shaking my head and like... See, I, when it first came out, when Battle Royale first came out, I loved it. A, it was the first Battle Royale that I played. And B, the building hadn't taken over. Like, you could build, people built stuff. But, uh-huh. but people did not build, like, structures. They'd build some ramps. They'd build a few walls, walls yeah. just to hide behind in a firefight. Yeah, that's what I was And doing. now it's, you know, you, you, now you, they you build jump a and you build. You, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's just constant. That has become the game. Yeah. And uh, that's just not my thing. I, I like the graphical style. It performs great. I like how much it they update it. See, now that's, that's one of my biggest, you know, peeves with the game is the graphic style. I just... Well, that's part can't of it. That's it. a huge part can't of its success, it. though, too. Oh, I know, but I, I just can't. I can't get into it. Yeah. It's too cartoony. Yeah. Well, it is cartoony. Yeah. So here, here these ones are going to be interesting, because this is like us in our heyday. We've got two blasts from the past here. So Chris Seaver, I think that's how you say his name. This is a guy who was at Rare. He created Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. He's got a different company now who just released the game, their first game, I believe. It's about a robotic dog who believes he's a real dog. Anyway. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> he's kick-started the spiritual successor of Conker's Bad Fur Day. So they really haven't shown anything on this game yet. But he's he's saying, you know, this is the Conker's Bad Fur Day sequel, sequel that you've all... See, this worries me. This yeah, worries well, me greatly. It could go either way. Well, it worries me because... The only reason he could be doing this is if there's no plans to well, it's, it's do not, this it's at not, Microsoft. It's not Conquer. Yeah, but still. It's going to be, you know. Still. It'll I, probably be a. I'd be really surprised if he's doing this and there's like another Conquer in development. Well, he somewhere. wouldn't know, though. Well, yeah, I mean, not officially right. he wouldn't know. But, right. I, you know, I mean, he knows people probably. So if it's, if it's, well, if it's I don't happening, think, he would know. I don't think there's a chance that Rare develops it. If no. there's ever a sequel. Yeah. Rare will be the last people to know. I think Do you Rare, remember how good the multiplayer was on this? I'm lighting they, reloaded. And they brought it back? It's a, they just did a... Uh, they just made it backwards compatible, oh, I think. But I think the multiplayer was But there's was no servers. Was, yeah. Oh, damn. Now, how does that work? How, I mean, Left 4 Dead, you can still play multiplayer, so why can't you play this? On console? Yeah. Just because Valve or whoever's still got the servers. Must be. So Microsoft shut down the servers I, I, I for like and reloaded. I played Left 4 Dead 
I played Left 4 Dead too because you know, you know I had a lot of time these last two weeks yeah. I was playing games and I played some Left 4 Dead and yeesh it didn't really age no quite as well as I thought it was well I didn't like the second one nearly as much as the first one of course I didn't play it on the X I actually played it on my S which was upstairs and uh yeah yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have to go home tonight and try it on the X, because it, it did get X enhanced. Yeah. And see how it looks there. But, I mean, as far as... The well, it wasn't a great-looking game. But it was a it was lag. Released. It was just a lag. Yeah. I remember it being the laggy. Lag, it was just so laggy, it was almost unplayable. There's more news related to that coming up later in the podcast. Um, so, anyway, I'm kind of wondering... I kind of think that maybe the spiritual successor to Conquer be one of those games that never makes it out. Like, well, it sort of reminds me of the um, what was it, ukulele? Yeah, yeah. Like that's all I'm imagining. You yeah. Know, sort of a, a C minus kind of game. Yeah. It it, it just depends. He he happens. did the voice of Conquer too. Oh, did he? Yeah, I believe so. So we'll see what happens. Here's another blast from the past. So Dennis Dyack is still alive. From Silicon Knights. He doesn't work for Silicon Knights. Silicon Knights is gone now, yes, I believe. Yep. He's got a new company, which is like his third or fourth company that he started since Silicon Knights. Not the way of the dodo, called Apocalypse. IGN got the exclusive story on this. It's called Dead Hoss Sonata. It's a free-to-play action RPG that combines the best elements, quote-unquote, of Eternal Darkness, Legacy of Cain, and Two Human, which are his three franchises that he created. And uh, I just don't know. My, my initial reaction, they showed some screenshots of this game, yeah. which reveal absolutely nothing. It, yeah. looks, it looks like little more than concept art at this point. Um, you know, I, I love Eternal Darkness. Legacy of Kain obviously has a huge following. Two Human has a huge following for all the wrong reasons. I was going to say, you know, uh, does Two Human have best elements? Well, I think they're taking, like, the, the action RPG gameplay, which was pretty decent, especially for its time. It was a little ahead of its time and basically was held back from a technical perspective. Like, they just didn't have the, the technical talent to pull it off. And um, so, I, I don't know. What do you think the chances are that this game is... This, Oh, a, no. a, first of all, what do you think the chances are it comes oh, out? Goodness. And then B, what do you think the chances are you that know, it's decent? I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at the, whatever, the Screen. screenshots or, or artwork or whatever it is for this game. And the first thing that strikes it's me. It's barely there. The first thing that strikes me right away is it uses like those runes, the rune symbols yeah. that were all darkness. over. No, well, more so in Two Human. Yeah. You remember, like, there was runes yeah. all over everything yeah. in, in Two Human, you know? Well, I think that weren't they... Because Two Human was based on was it Norse mythology. Yeah. And I think yeah. all those runes like, were yeah. Norse. Yeah. But still, I mean, it, it looks like the same symbols all over the, the artwork. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely giving me Two Human vibes, <laughs> which, which, you know, worries me. Two Human was one of those stories that broke my heart because you know I was a huge GameCube fan yeah and Two Human was one of those things that Silicon Knights had like talked about yeah they pumped it up well and, and they announced it and then they uh, rebooted it like three or four times yeah while they developed other stuff like Eternal Darkness yeah. and uh, Twin Snakes yeah so, just so I really wanted it to come to fruition and I was so psyched for it because it had that like cyberpunk yeah 
aesthetic, and I, and I just was so psyched. And then it, the split from Nintendo happened, and then I think Microsoft published Two Human. Didn't yeah, they, they did. They did. I don't think many people remember that part. No, they don't. And, um, <laughs> and Microsoft. Just by the time it, it, Microsoft probably appreciates that. By the time it came out, it was just so disappointing. And and even I, I thought it had redeeming qualities, but just. Because, yeah. like you said, they had pumped it up so yeah. much. Yeah, maybe those qualities will be what they use for this game. But well, that, what I'm worried about. I remember I, it was it was twin stick, right? Like you. Yes. Yeah. What I always worry about when I see a developer like this, who's moved on and moved on and moved on, is this guy probably has none of his original team with him. So yeah. so he's got he's got some recognition. But who does he have in his studio? You know, do they have any talent? And I'm not insulting them because they very well could be the most talented team that's ever going to come. But you can't once you've totally displaced your team, it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's, okay. So if he's taking the best elements from each of these three, yeah, then one of the elements has to be the psychological fake outs, right? From Eternal Darkness, because that was like the absolute best part of Eternal Darkness. I, I, well, I would I would argue that the that the atmosphere in Eternal Darkness period was yeah that's true which the, the fake, fake outs, outs were part the of the fake outs were excellent yeah so what do you think the chances are it comes out what do you think the chances are it's decent um uh I'd put the chances of it coming out at seventy percent seventy yeah I think it's pretty good that it'll it will find its way out because you know all of his other games found their ways. Oh. Mm. Except for that X Men game, right? He, he no, that work? got released. His last game. No, did it? Yeah, it did. Okay, so he his last game. He, he does somehow get these games well, out. His last game was a kickstarted sequel to Eternal Darkness, and it failed. It never got oh, made it, it out. Okay. It, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't a sequel. Okay. It was so the, the spiritual successor. So the score is about four to one. Games with the most recent project being a failure, being the one that didn't get out. The one before that was X Men. The one before that was Too Human. Now, who's financing this? That's what we we don't know. It's a, uh, it's free to play, so uh, it could be totally you know. Maybe they got that ten cent money then. <laughs> maybe. I, I just assume every free to play game is from ten cent. Ten cent. Um, but yeah, I mean, I own one share. It's of still four to one. Still four to one. So I'm gonna say you know very likely. What do you think uh, the chances are? It's decent. I, I should probably bump it up to seventy five percent in that case, but um, um, or actually eighty. Uh, the chances is decent. Looking at the, you know the three games he cited, but but his most recent projects all being yeah. But I mean, two human X Men and a how failed can possibly, How can he possibly merge Eternal Darkness, Legacy of Kane, and two? Well, I don't think he's trying to. He's just saying like you know the gameplay from this one, the atmosphere yeah, but I, from I, I this one. Kind of get the, the, yeah, well, the story way, from this one, and uh, there's no way it's gonna be decent. <laughs> so zero? Zero. Zero. Yeah, so, I mean, if I could go negative, I would. I'm going to go... Uh, I have no faith in this guy. 55% chance it comes out. 15% chance that it's decent. Just there's, because there's got to be some alternate universe where maybe you know, it will be good. There, there's there's so many guys in the gaming industry that are more talkers than yeah, workers. Yeah, and he's one of them. And he is definitely one of them. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like his team that made Eternal Darkness great. His team that made Twin Snakes good. They're yeah. gone. They're long gone. Yeah. I doubt any of them are still with him. Yeah, it's a shame, too. So it's good. this is going to rest on the shoulders of a team, and the an unproven team, and, and him. And Legacy of Kane. I mean, that was a... Oh, yeah. Well, Silicon Knights didn't make that, I don't think, though. I think it was under... He was still under 
IDOS at that time, oh, I okay. think. And they may have been, Silicon Knights may have split off from okay. IDOS. I don't know. But it's interesting to see his name out there again. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Because I'm not sure how many people even remember him at this point. Oh, I know. No way. So now we got a double dose of Sony news. Uh, we'll start, well, arguably they're both good news, but we'll see. So we're, Sony we kept talking about and kind of mentioning that there was something going on with Medieval. Do you remember Medieval? Yeah. I the, loved the, the original. Like the, the skeleton knight yeah. guy. Yeah. I loved the original Medieval. Played I never it played it. Was, I loved it. But I remember I remember a lot of people really loving this yeah, game. Yeah, I had a lot of like, charm. Really loving this game. Yeah. yeah. So everybody kind of thought it was going to be like a, just a remaster uh, you know, HD port, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Sony came out this past week and they said they're actually fully remaking the game and they're going to release the first trailer this coming week, which uh, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, not much to say about it yet. A developer called Other Ocean Interactive is who's making it. I looked them up. They don't have a lot of notoriety, but the thing is when you're remaking a game, uh, you know, one-to-one remake, mm-hmm. hopefully... I don't think you need to be, like, an outstanding developer, um, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Especially, Somebody somewhere is going to be infuriated on, by Especially on a about. PlayStation 1 title. Right, right. If you're one-to-one remaking it, I just don't think it's... I mean, I'm, I'm envisioning sort of a uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, not to put them or any other remake developer down, like the Shadow of the Colossus developer. Yeah. You know, they did a great job. But I feel like it's got to be much harder to create something from scratch mm-hmm. um, but yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing this oh, works. you know I will say this you know in light of this and all the other remakes that Sony's done I'm starting to become of the belief that they won't do backwards compatibility with PlayStation 5 why would they be remaking I think all they have these to hits? with the 4 though they at least have to be backwards Well, yeah, yeah. I think it will be backwards compatible yeah. with four, but there, I don't think there's any way. I don't think they will. The either. other three. I don't think so. I think they'll just keep remaking them. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? Because they can cash it in. Make money. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Like they can hand it to, you know, no-name developers yeah. in another ocean. Right. So, and it probably doesn't cost all that much. Yeah. And, so, it, and it stirs up, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. You know, more so than just releasing it, it, the it, It's game. one of those things that feeds your... Your base, your fan base. Yeah. Or it's not a lot of money, it's not a lot of effort, but your loyal fan base is going to love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it generates a lot of goodwill. Whatever happened, I mean, for a while there to counter Xbox's backwards compatibility, they had a PlayStation 2 like remake program. Do you remember that? No. And they released, what did they release under it? They released the, um, oh shit, it wasn't, a, it wasn't Star Ocean, it was the other one that Sony does. It's like the space Star pirates Ocean. there. Oh, jeez. It's an RPG game. I don't know. It has a really good sense of style. I can't think of it right Skies now. of Arcadia is from Sega. That's what, yeah. you, that's what I thought of yeah, when you said space pirates. It wasn't that one either. Um, Rogue, Rogue Galaxy, right? Literally, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, it was, a, it was an, a JRPG from PS2 era. And supposedly, they were going to have like this <clears> system where they would remake PlayStation. And maybe even Shadow of Colossus was you part sure of this. You sure this wasn't a Google initiative? But no. they started and then failed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might as well have been. Because I remember very... St- well, this uh, may be part of You know, distinct. This medieval remake. They're like, oh, you know, we got this program. Yeah. We're going to... You know, and I think they remade like two or three games. And that was the, that what, was the last What was year. the one they did before Shadow of the Colossus? That same developer had done another one for Sony. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I can't think. Doesn't of matter. They're, no, they're doing another one too. And they are, yeah, yeah. But they haven't said what that one is yet. No, they? I don't think so. Yeah, Blue Point. Yeah, yep. That's it. So let's move on to the next Sony news. And this, some people might take this as bad, but in the grand scheme, I actually think it's a good move. You and I have talked extensively about how much of a slaughter quarter one 2019 is yeah. going to be. There's like 50 good games. And this was out. this was on one of the toughest days. Yeah. Probably of the entire year. So Days Gone was supposed to come out on that same February 22nd. Period. Yeah. So Days Gone got delayed till April 2019. And I know some people who are really excited for this game is are going to be Is Crackdown still on that day or is Crackdown got delayed? Still on that day, supposedly. Okay. But the inside word is that they delayed it by a week. It'd be funny if Crackdown got delayed too. And then gets delayed to the same day. Days gone. <laughs> I heard that they're just gonna move it back like a week yeah. or two just to get it off. It, that it's just same kind day. of funny that Sony and Microsoft. I mean, for Sony, it's days gone. For Microsoft, it's crackdown. Yeah. And these games just keep getting delayed and delayed. But I think this is a smart move by Sony. It gets it out of that period yeah. that's so overwhelming. You know, and, and it'll get more recognition. I got to be honest. I was actually pretty excited about this game when it was first announced. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of sad to see that, you know, it's obviously struggling. But I, I thought it looked pretty cool. I don't know right? if it is struggling. I, I just think they want to make sure that it's I mean, good what, because it's not. It's a new franchise. Yeah. What they showed at the last E3 didn't really excite me. But, I didn't see it even, I don't think. But, I mean, the concept... Did of, they show it last E3? Because didn't they only show yeah, four games? They Spider-Man, The Last of Us 2, Ghosts. I think Days Gone was the fourth. No. Or, um, was... Uh, Kojima's game. Death Stranding. So they didn't even show it last E3. Was it the E3 before that then? Could it was be. the one where... I mean, they might have showed it. It was the one... Oh, yeah, it was the E3 before that. Because it's... Or... Yeah, which, which was the show... They ran like a water tower with like thousands of zombies chasing Or maybe it was the PlayStation experience or whatever the year before. But it was a show where people were like coming down from the rafters. Do you remember that one? No. Okay, well, that was... It was a really stupid show. And they, they had an extended look at Days Gone and... Looked really rough at that point, but that was probably closer to two years ago. A year or two now. ago. I mean, Sony generally doesn't miss the mark too much, so we'll see how it goes. But I think this is just a smart strategic move by them that gets them yeah. out of that slaughterhouse. So no matter how yeah. good the game comes out, it's gonna get it's gonna sell better in April. I think it's just gonna be I think it's gonna be subpar. I, I think it's gonna be a seven eight game. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of people like it, a lot of people are like, Yeah, it's this forgettable one. Yeah. I mean it'll be subpar for Sony. Yeah, you know, it might but, be below their standards. Yeah, but it'll it'll still be a good game. Watch it come out and be game of the year. Yeah, watch. Yeah. All right, so tech time, real quick. Only one thing under tech time. I don't know how to say this guy's last name. Brandon. Do you know how to say it? Eribe. Maybe. I'm, I'll let you say it for the record. Eribe. This guy's the guy who uh, co-founded Oculus. Uh, he just left Facebook and supposedly, and it's pretty much confirmed, the reason is because the Oculus 2 has been canceled by Facebook. So, you you said that this was a surprise to you. What did you mean It was a surprise. That? In fact, you know, it's funny. Um, when I saw it, I was trying to remember what I said about, because remember we, we were discussing like an episode or two ago about the future of VR. VR. And I, I can't remember what position I took. So, I, I hope I'm staying consistent here because I was surprised that this happened because Facebook seemed really. I think if I remember right, my my thought was is that VR's here to stay, and I think I even said Facebook seems to be thoroughly entrenched in it, so it's you know it's not going anywhere. Yeah. 
And it looks like Facebook is now ducking <laughs> out. So there goes my analysis. Um, yeah, I'm really surprised because Oculus, I mean... I'm, I'm, it's really the leaders of it for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they seem to From be, the gaming side. Yeah, they seem to have been doing the best of all the VR makers. And, and we know Sony's still in the game. Right. So I'm really surprised, especially in light of Xbox not having a VR solution. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't approach you know, Microsoft and say, do you want to work together on this? You know, I think they were at one point, but yeah. they backed off. Yeah, I don't know because, why. Um, I, I think mean, Microsoft just thinks it's too early. Yeah, it's, maybe the numbers didn't work for them. But when I saw this... I didn't see this as, as like the end of the road. I see this as what they were doing for Oculus 2. They decided this isn't the direction we want to take. We want to take a different direction, whatever that may be. This guy very much disagreed with that or whatever and just said, all right, well, I don't want any yeah. part of this and you know, I'll go do something else. That's how I took it. Cause well, like, I wonder if... A lot of people are like, okay, Oculus is done. I don't think that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. I think they're going to take a different business approach. I wonder how that Oculus Go is doing. I almost bought that. Well, they just announced um, that Oculus Quest, too, remember, which is a standalone yeah. headset. Yeah. Well, um, that's that's kind of like the Oculus Go yeah. is, too. Um, it, it's That was, like, from a year ago, I think, the Oculus Go. And it's a standalone as well. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't really game on it. Yeah. I don't think it has, like, any controller support. Right. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's the best, like, Freestanding. Remember VR Google Glass? Another yeah. project that fell off yeah. the face of the earth. Yeah, but I, I got started. a feeling. I got a feeling that will be coming back shortly. Here. Who knows? I think it will, because supposedly Apple is not working on like a a Google Glass sort of oh, thing. Jeez. So. I I just I I can't tell if I'm just getting old and impatient of this stuff. But it all just seems, it's just bad. Well, yeah, you know, like, the other like funny they thing always, is... Like, this is the future, and then it just goes on. The other funny thing is... is 3D Apple, TVs, you Apple know, VR, is supposedly working AR, on an actual... Uh, Apple is supposedly working on an actual TV. They're supposedly working on their own a car. Game console. On their own car. And now, apparently, like a Google Glass kind of thing. Yeah. Like, they're, they're rumored to be doing all these right, things. And right. then you never, ever, ever see them. Well, I have no doubt that these companies prototype a ton of stuff. Like, they they, sit, they put together a really good team. They put something, they prototype it. It may be very good, but like you mentioned with something here, maybe it's Microsoft. If the numbers aren't there to support the business, no matter how good it is, yeah. Yeah. maybe they tech demo it just yeah. for kicks, but... They're not going to ever commercialize. Yeah, I mean, I could see the numbers not really working, you know, between Microsoft and Facebook because, you know, once you, I mean, Oculus itself is probably struggling, but then once yeah. you start splitting that revenue with right. Microsoft, right. It, it makes even less sense. Right. So that was probably the biggest issue there. All right. So let's do God Mode moments, the rumors segment. Make some predictions here. This first one's not really a prediction so much. Uh, it's a known Destiny leaker. Uh, said that Destiny 3 is being directed by the guy who just directed the most recent expansion, which has been hailed as great, basically. Not Luke Smith. Luke Smith was the guy... Do you remember him from the podcast? He was at 1UP back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So Luke Luke directed the Taken King What's expansion. What's her podcast called? Is it 1UP Yours? That <laughs> might be. Make 7UP Yours. That's just the 7UP commercial. Yeah. But Luke's, it's funny because Luke Smith directed The Taken King, which was the game that corrected Des, Vanilla Destiny. So they put him in charge of Destiny 2, which tanked. 
So they replaced Luke with this guy, Chris Barrett, who has now corrected Destiny 2. And now he's in charge of Destiny 3. So we'll see if we can keep any stability here or if he'll tank Destiny 3. The curse. Right, right. It's like the Madden curse. But basically what what the rumor is, is that uh, Destiny 3 is going to take a much more hardcore RPG approach than the previous Destiny games, which Destiny 2 Forsaken took a hardcore RPG approach, but they're saying that Destiny 3 is going to continue in that direction. Um, that basically they're going to copy The Division, which I expected them to do this for Destiny 2, but they didn't, where you have PvE slash PvP zones, where you like the Dark Zone in The Division, where you go in, you work with a team, but you're also, yeah. you also come across yeah. other teams, fight them, team up with them, whatever. Uh, Europa is a location, which is a moon of... I don't know, did you ever take astrology? What's is Europa a, a moon of? I think it's Jupiter. It's a snowy moon, that's all I Either know. Jupiter it's a snowy or, or icy yeah, yeah. Uh, moon. And that players are going to be utilizing the darkness, which probably says new classes and subclasses. Uh, this guy's pretty legitimate. His leaks tend to be true. None of this stuff really surprises me, especially the PvE... PvP zones. I, I really thought that was a natural progression. I can't believe they didn't do it for Destiny 2. Uh, and the Division was the Dark Zone. There's a lot of people who really loved that level of freedom. Being able to come up across the guy and team up with him or put him down like the dog yeah. he is. I was just thinking that, in my opinion, the natural progression would be to cancel the series. But <laughs> This is the best-selling IP of the generation. <laughs> and you think it's going to be canceled. Cancel um, so, so I don't know. There's no prediction to make there. It's just I, I believe these rumors. I, my prediction is that these rumors are all gonna come true. I can see the PvP slash PVE zones maybe getting oh, yeah. canceled. I mean, I, I think if you want to know what Destiny will be doing, you're probably gonna want to look. I, I think they've decided that their competition is um, the division. Yeah. So whatever you know, I mean, if you want to know what Destiny's probably gonna be doing in the future, just look over and see what the division's doing that they're not and. Well, I think it'll probably go both ways. I noticed that they're pulling a lot from Blizzard games too, because Blizzard's part of Activision. Yeah. And like the the um, the holiday event that they're doing right now for Halloween, which is really good, it's called the Haunted Forest. It's literally basically uh, Diablo's rifts. Did you ever do rifts in Diablo? They're yeah. totally. You go so through, long ago. You go through a portal. You just generate a portal. You go into it. It's completely randomly oh, generated. Yeah yeah. 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 And you get however much time to try to get to the end. And, you know, there's different difficulty. There's tons. In Diablo, there's endless difficulty levels. And Destiny basically did the same thing for their holiday event. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally buy all this stuff. Now, here's one. Here's a, This is totally speculative on my part. I want to hear your thoughts on this. So, this past week... Um, Microsoft announced that the entire Crisis trilogy is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. A little while ago, which is developed by Crytek. Yeah. A little while ago, Microsoft and Crytek announced that Hunt Showdown, Crytek's current game, which is only on PC right now, is coming to Xbox One game preview. No mention of a, of a PS4 version, no other console versions, just Xbox One. We know that Crytek's been in financial trouble. And there seem to be some breadcrumbs lining up here. And we know that Microsoft's still looking for more acquisitions. So I'm wondering, 
Crytek and Microsoft have history. They developed Rise. Crytek made Rise for Microsoft this generation. Yep. And then they basically tanked. This whole gen, they've tanked. They, yep. they closed two different studios. I mean... So they've significantly downsized. Yeah. So I, I really wonder if there's, if there's discussions going on. Because with, uh, with Obsidian, which we now basically know to be true... They announced that Pillars of Eternity was coming to Xbox Game Preview all of a sudden, out of the blue. Yeah. And then, like, a month later, this rumor popped up that they were being purchased, and it turned out there's, it's legitimate. So, I'm just I'm adding up the remember, crumbs I'm here. trying to remember. Um, uh, Ninja Theory, the, the game Hellblade, that wasn't originally on Xbox, right? No. That was, that was originally just PS4. PS4. And then just before the announcement... Yeah. It came out on Xbox. They announced so there is a Xbox. history of, right. of if you pay attention, they're yeah. going to bring all their games right. to That's what Xbox. I mean. All of a sudden, and then they announce it. They announced the entire Crisis trilogy is now backwards compatible. Well, yeah. who's really aching to play the Crisis trilogy right now? Yeah. Nobody talks about that series ever. Yeah. But I mean, the one thing it was known for, above all else, was that no matter how good your computer was, it couldn't run right, Crisis right, right at the at the max. <laughs> right, you know. And, and, uh, well, that's what Crytek's always been known for, is amazing yeah. tech. So, I mean, if they get, if Microsoft were to purchase this team, it would go a long way towards, you You'd know... you get CryEngine. Yeah, and, I mean, Microsoft is obviously trying to cultivate the notion that Xbox is the pinnacle of gaming power. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. If you get an Xbox, you're going to get the best right. graphics. So, if they got Crytek, I think it would go a long way, yeah. especially for marketing reasons right. that, you know, like... We're going to have the best One of most technically powerful. Yeah. Well, and you know what else? I don't know. You probably knew this. I didn't really pay attention to it. All of Sony's games use that same engine. Yeah. They all use that. They use it. I, yeah. And use I think it. it's going to be the strategy going forward. And and I think it makes sense. Like, if they get Cry Engine, I don't... Because I feel like they might reuse, um, what is it, Slip Space that they've made for Halo. Yeah. I feel like you might see some other games use that engine. Yeah. Too. I mean, I think it'll depend on what... what yeah. type of game you're, yeah. I mean they'll probably need more than one yeah because whenever you see a, they'll probably need one game, one engine for like a really large whenever you large see a developer uh, championing an engine you know it's not just for that one game like yeah. I mean why would you develop a whole new engine for one game mm-hmm. you know why wouldn't you just license Unreal Engine can you imagine Crytek and Ninja Theory teaming up for a game I mean like between the graphics and yeah. like, you know the animation and like everything would just be Top, top of the line. You know, I saw somebody, because I suggested this on a thread in Reset Era. I, I posted, I said, I posted what we're talking about right now. And uh, somebody said, you know, they would actually be a much more fitting developer for Sony, which is true, because they're traditionally a shooter developer. Yeah. Well, you and I have talked about how Sony doesn't really have a shooter franchise. Yeah. But, you know, does Microsoft need another shooter developer? Yeah. That, that's maybe the one drawback but i mean you know there's there's, there is a long history of developers changing genres and oh yeah success well they made rise i mean you look at gorilla who was sony shooter right studio and they went away they found their success when they went away from the shooter right and towards you know horizon right so i mean there's no reason that Crytek couldn't do the reverse. Well, Hunt Showdown is a great game. They've only they had only made really single player. Yeah. They made Far Cry and they made Crisis. Yeah. Hunt Showdown's multiplayer. And only. really, and everybody loves it. And really, I mean, you look at the sales charts, and shooters are still at the top. I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's shooters. Shooters know, and RPGs. One through ten. Yeah. So I mean, it, so it wouldn't even matter if 
they still only made shooters. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, people are still lining up to buy Call of Duty. People are still lining up to buy Halo. Yeah. Still lining up to buy Battlefield. Okay, maybe not. Maybe Battle- not. Maybe not Battlefield. Maybe. Anymore. But, we'll you know, I mean, like, there's so many shooters out there, especially if you take into account third-person shooters. Well, the thing about the thing about shooters that, for me, makes them so accessible I always use the same control scheme. I don't need to relearn. You know, like as I'm playing Red Dead, you know, yeah. I gotta re- rewire myself all of a sudden to reload with different buttons yeah. and switch weapons with different buttons. And it sounds lazy, but there's just a familiarity there. Yeah. You can buy Call of Duty, you can buy Battlefield, you can jump wherever you want and mm-hmm. still be competent. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate and, and that. And there's just something, there's just something about shooters. It's almost like the game of tag, you know? I mean, like, yeah. there's just something. That aim your weapon primal. pull a trigger. There's almost yeah. like some primal to it. That's just yeah. fun. Right. Aim your weapon, pull a trigger. It's like shooting a basketball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just and that then, simple. Like, run away from enemies and you know, all that stuff. So what what would you think? If you had to put a percentage chance of this being true, my my prediction, what would you say? I, I think it's there's a good there's a very strong possibility. I mean when Microsoft announced those other studios, they said we aren't done. Yeah. And I kind of doubt obsidian is their you know, last yeah yeah i mean i got a feeling they're they're looking around the I'm industry i'm thinking two to three more including obsidian yeah i mean i'm sure they're looking around the industry and this is why i was kind of surprised they didn't take up uh telltale because oh, it seems like keep they're repeating just, that it just seems like they're looking around it would at, be like buying the titanic when it's halfway sunk i don't know i mean yeah but when you think about when you think about um their netflix service there Oh, I know what you're it saying. It just fits so But you could find perfectly. somebody else it who could do it and not run so your business into the perfect. ground. Yeah, but they could make the changes. I mean... What change? I mean, well, we, I mean, one of the big things that we're talking about with Crytek is sharing the engine with the other yeah. studios. Yeah, Which would save a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. for, like, you know... I get. Um, you're okay. right. It would fit with so Game Pass perfectly. So the synergies would drive down the cost. You, so. It would fit with Game Pass perfectly. I just... After hearing the horror that was going on behind the scenes in Telltale, if I'm a prospective buyer, I'm like, I'm not touching this. I'm yeah. Not. Well, I mean, obviously, Microsoft must have come to the same conclusion. Right. I mean, I'm sure they kicked the tires. It but. could be. I'm sure a few people probably reached out and said, hey, you know, we heard your what buying. would it take? Yeah, yeah. We heard your buying. So. Or, or vice versa. You know, we heard you're yeah. going under. Yeah. How much you I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure one or the other happened because, you know. Did you, uh, you just mentioned Game Pass. I totally forgot to mention this, and I still haven't really seen details, but Game Pass is coming to PC. Did you hear about this? Um, well, I mean, it's sort of In already, some form. It's already there, in a way. Well, a new... I mean, if you have Game Pass and a game's on PC, yeah. you know, on the Xbox Store, on PC, you can play it. No, so. But Nadella said that Game Pass is coming to PC, so I'm just wondering if they're going to have their own PC-oriented Game Pass. Nobody knows the details yet. Yeah, or or if they'll somehow figure out a way to get Xbox games running on PC, that would be. I don't think it'll be that. I think they're just gonna do their own version of Game Pass on PC. Yeah, I got feel that's way more likely. It's, I don't know if you ever made a percentage prediction on Crytek, but you got to give me a number. Okay, I'll go with fifty percent. Fifty. I'm gonna go with forty I, on my own prediction. I actually felt like fifty was lowballing it, but I'm gonna go. I did, well, I made this up. I don't. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you look at the facts, and it, it, it I yeah. mean, the fact that all the games are suddenly coming to Xbox. That, that to me is the key indicator of who I is think, getting bought. Well, and I think maybe even if there's not something getting bought, other than Hunt Showdown, we we have no idea what Crytek's doing. Yeah. At the very least, maybe we see another 
publishing deal here. Crytek makes the game for Microsoft. Yeah. And maybe that's why you're seeing these other things come about because there's a renewed partnership there, even if it's not a buyout. So here's here's the one I'm going to surprise you with. So Clobril, who's the reset era guy who leaked, well, I won't say leaked. He was the one who first started this Obsidian thing when I found it months ago. And he was saying, remember, he's seen the contract from before E3 mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And he turned out to be right, and he's right a lot. He, we don't even know. He's actually a developer, but but he's so not. they haven't. Well, just before we move on, they haven't announced the Obsidian. No, I guarantee it'll be an X. Oh yeah, X definitely XO eighteen. Um, but Clobril recently said three days ago that he he can confirm with one hundred percent certainty in that fact, Mike. The in fact, well, wait before we one more thing. <laughs> Drum roll. You, I, I'm gonna go. You out want to know what I'm, I'm about say, to say? I'm gonna say Crytek will be announced at XO18. Okay. I mean, put that on our, record. I just want to put that on record. So Clobril said he can confirm with 100% certainty that Microsoft has had talks with Turtle Rock. Really? Yeah. Oh. We were just talking about oh. Left 4 Dead. <laughs> Could you imagine if they do? Because um, well, that would be well, because remember, we've been talking about what have they been doing since Evolve? Yeah. Nobody knows. Because that's shut down. And you know what would be even funnier, though, is if they do take Crytek and Turtle Rock. Yeah. I mean, think of how many shooters right. the studios they'd have at well, that point. My thought was, again, he, he said he knew that they had had talks. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't say what it was about buyout. He didn't yeah. say it was about maybe Microsoft publishes Turtle Rock's next game. Yeah. He didn't say... He knew anything that had come of it. He didn't know what they were about. He maybe knew that can, the two had, had talked. Maybe they can buy the uh, Left 4 Dead IP away from... Not even that, um, probably. Be, but maybe... Well, it's know. so annoying that it, Valve isn't doing anything with it. It is annoying. Um, but, thing, can you imagine what a next-gen uh, Left 4 Dead game? Oh, yeah. Like, I'd love it. It would be awesome. I'd buy it. They want. It would be so cool. I'd love it. Um, the thing is, is that a lot of the tricks that Left 4 Dead introduced... Have been done by other games now. Yeah. Um, I still think co-op shooters are a underrepresented genre, but the whole like playing as the enemy. Because remember, you could play as the tank, you could play as the yeah, yeah, pukers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, and now a lot of other games have done the play as the bad guy thing yeah. against another team. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I would love it. What do you think the chances are that we see something come from this Turtle Rock Microsoft talk? I have a good feeling about this one. I got a feeling... Not a buyout. I don't feel like a buyout. You don't think a buyout? It could be, but that's not my prediction. See, I got a feeling we're going to get another... In fact, I, I just sort of made this up on the fly, but... <laughs> that's okay. I got a feeling at XO18, they're going to do what they did at E3. You know, we're going to we're gonna have a segment where, you know, they're going to go up on the big screen, and we got we got five more studios. Five's too many. We Way got too five many. more Way studios. Too many. I think they're going to try and knock our socks off and say, we got five more studios... <laughs> And then we're going to go through them again, you know. We we've, got, we've bought Capcom, we've bought Activision, we've bought Sony, same. we've bought Google, <laughs> and we bought Konami just so uh, we can shut them down well, so they heard, know what it feels like. You heard Microsoft took back the, uh, the second place. Well, you've seen the meme, right? Um, you've seen that meme going around? No. The, everybody's posting it. It's it's uh, it's it's that image from E3, the Microsoft Game Studios, <laughs> and then but everybody's photoshopping every company in the world up yeah. there because yeah, I, I, I saw imagine. I saw one that says Microsoft Game Studios has acquired Microsoft Game Studios. Like I, I won't be surprised if they announce five more studios. Five, if like two of them were like rinky dink, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, like the developers well, of I mean, Super Lucky's many, Tale. How many people are Turtle Rock? I don't I mean, know. That's a good question. I mean, they seem like they would fit the size that Microsoft keeps yeah. saying, fifty to one hundred. And 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 your favorite studio, Undead Labs. Oh Jesus! They're only they're literally only twenty people. If so Phil I mean, gets his <laughs> if Phil gets his refund from Undead Labs and then takes it and buys Turtle. I Rock. mean, Undead Labs is literally twenty or twenty five people. It's a, so. I mean, they bought not, it for a bag of Cheetos yeah, and healthcare. I mean, like, we'll we'll, get, we'll give you healthcare. It costs them nothing go. to buy Undead you can, Labs. You can join our Excellus plan. I mean, we're going to own you now. I mean, when you think about it, the studios we're throwing around are all at dust door anyway. So, I mean, well, like, they're probably. I mean, when you're an independent studio, that's the thing. One misstep yeah. and you're out of business. Well, yeah. And, you know, Microsoft's here saying, well, here, we'll throw you a lifeline. Just yeah. sign on the dotted line. Right. And, so I, it won't surprise me if the number is five. I mean, Obsidian, until Kickstarter, when they kickstarted Pillars of Eternity, they were going out of business. Um, Ninja Theory, you know, we heard that maybe they weren't doing so hot. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah. But when, like I said, when you're an independent studio, literally, if you make one game, because games take so long. Who did who did Turtle Rock make uh, Evolve for? Take-Two. Oh, okay. So it was Take-Two's money that they blew on that? I don't know. Do you remember, do you remember the like, microtransaction? I just remember uh, the debacle of that game. It flopped so hard after being hyped. So but it was hard. because a, a large part of it was because of the freaking anti-microtransaction. Apparently, they just put an unreal amount of microtransactions well, in there. For me, every time I played the damn game, the game was disappointing. Every time I played the damn game, I could never find. Well, it. well that, <laughs> the that That's the problem. When you design a game that's reliant on the players. Yeah. You know, when you're sitting there internally at Turtle Rock, they're probably all playing it and having a great time because they all know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all like, and well, they're all playing well, let's it. test this. They're all playing it honestly. And they want to well, play it the way it's meant to be played. Yeah, exactly. But when you put it out in the hands of, you know, 12-year-old kids yeah. and impatient, no impatient people like us, and yeah. you've just got a mess or, of people. Or, or full-on trolls. Right, right. Who, who intentionally are going to try and I remember break the you game. and I played a game the one day. We found the monster like almost instantly. Yeah. And one of us just like shot him with a shotgun once. He went flying and he was dead. It was just like... <laughs> it was, so you, you, know, you, you, you load in, you select your character, you get this dramatic drop. Yeah. And we just like shot him and he just like fell over. And it was yeah. like, well, 10 minutes have gone by and the game was over in yeah. 30 seconds. Well, I think when I played the monster, I was pretty much the game. <laughs> right, right. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Right. So I just run up to them and they blow me away. But I, I, I think that I, I do think Turtle Rock has a lot of potential. Whatever they make for their yeah, next game, I hope not, it's successful. Hopefully, it's not evolved too. No matter who it's with, what I hope they nail it because I think they're yeah go a good go studio. back towards Left 4 Dead and less evolved. Well, the evolve was a great idea. Just and do you remember it won like every award at E3? Yeah, kept winning and winning and yeah. winning. This was gonna be the next then big thing. Then it released, and I was like. What did they play? Right. Well, <laughs> it's again because out. I think it's because they got a developer over their shoulder telling them, "Check that out. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know, go over here. Try yeah. out. Throw your throw your smoke ram, ram your car into this other car. Watch right. the physics. Yeah, exactly. All right. So here's an inside joke for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that didn't impress anybody no. except him. <laughs> there was a lot of impressive events during that trip. <clears throat> So BlizzCon 2018 starts this Friday. So I always I love Blizzard. I'm a huge fan of their games. I want to make final BlizzCon 2018 predictions, and we're gonna stick this on YouTube uh, as a teaser. See which ones we get right. So we've talked a lot about what they're gonna announce. 
And we know they got a lot coming with Diablo, but the question is, what? So, as far as Diablo goes, we heard that they're making a Netflix series. That seems to be pretty much confirmed. Whether it's going to get announced here or not is questionable. I think it will. I'm saying it will get announced. I think it will, too. Especially because I don't think it'll take a whole lot. I don't think it'll... I say maybe it's out within a year. I'll be surprised if Netflix doesn't want them to. Right, right. Just seems like a good place to fall It's in front of all their fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We also know that there's some game, most likely, there's something called Diablo Reign of Terror coming. I'm going to say that this is the the so-called tabletop game, but the video game version. I'm I'm saying that this is going to do for tabletop games what Hearthstone did. For card games, you know, it's it's taking the traditional tabletop game and it's making it in a video game form, and but it's going to be Diablo themed. That's my prediction. my prediction from last time was that this is the Netflix series, the, the Reign of Terror. Reign of Terror is the subtitle. It very well for, could be for the Netflix. I still think series. you'll see another Diablo game announced though. Yeah, because originally I was saying it's Diablo Four because we know they're making Diablo Four. Yeah. But Blizzard put out this very vague statement and told Diablo fans to, like... They said, yes, we're making announcements, but temper your expectations, basically. So I think they were basically saying, yeah, we're making Diablo announcements, but it's not Diablo 4, so don't expect Diablo 4. I gotta say, the Reign of Terror is really kind of... Weird name. It's kind of a generic, you know I mean? Like... Blizzard does this with their, <laughs> Blizzard does this with their names. Reign of Terror. They always do this with the names. You've got if you pull like a kindergarten class, this seems like the way. But they, would they call always them. do that. They've got Lord of Destruction, Wrath of, of the Terror. Lich King. It's always of something. You've yeah. got. But Battle I mean, Reign of Azeroth. Terror is just so you've basic. Got, I mean, like everything you're listing is sort of creative, but you gotta <laughs> come up with like a, a name of a race or something. Reign well, of Diab- Diablo's the Lord of Terror. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, that's whatever. Um, I am expecting a Diablo 2 HD at some point. I'm not positive if it'll be announced at BlizzCon or not. But I, they've already done HD versions of... Uh, they did StarCraft. They did an HD version of that. I'm sure they'll do an HD version of WarCraft 3 at some point. Um, Diablo 2 HD is only a matter of time. I really just want to see more StarCraft stuff. I don't know if you'll see anything from StarCraft. I'm boycotting everything else if there's no StarCraft stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure, because I don't think I they want to do StarCraft 3. I literally don't understand how they don't use the StarCraft universe more. Well, we know... It's literally been, go, like, go, absent since go, StarCraft 2. But StarCraft 2 is still huge. That's the thing. I know. Well, yeah, and it's still... I mean, it's a huge franchise. My, so why, don't, why aren't they tapping into My it? prediction that I've said many times is that... I don't think it's... I think it's going to be too early to announce, but... the we know that they're developing another competitive shooter. I think that's going to be StarCraft-based. It's going to be a StarCraft shooter. That'd be weird. I don't think so. I think it'll be like Battlefield. Yeah. Like vehicles, everything. Yeah. Large-scale battles. I'd be a little surprised if it's not an original you know, setting. The, the Overwatch was the first new IP that they had made in like 20 years. Yeah. I don't think they're going to pump out another no, it worked, one. though. Yeah. I'd be surprised if... When you've got, like you said, a brand as big as StarCraft that needs yeah, a new it's entry, just, it's very bizarre. why would you do something new It's very new bizarre because it's so popular still, like the, the universe. And yeah, StarCraft II is popular, but I mean, why wouldn't you, like, they, you know, like they still release new Diablo stuff, or yeah. they're going to, and 
And uh, well, you they know, still release StarCraft Two updates, too. and they and they give out you know at least they update World of Warcraft. The entire country of South Korea has nothing but play StarCraft Two. I'm kind of surprised they haven't they haven't done uh, Warcraft Four. Well, that's my other that's one of my other predictions here. We know that they're making what's called what they're referring to as an MMO RTS. Yeah. And it's in the Warcraft universe. So I think that will get announced. It, I'm calling it Warcraft Tactics. I don't know what they'll actually call it, but it's for mobile. So basically it'll be like, you know, Clash of the Clans, but Warcraft. And I think it's going to be huge. It'll be oh, it's, it, for mo- it's for mobile? Yeah. How yeah. the hell is that going to work? Hearth, Hearthstone's mobile. Is it going to be like... Um, like Clash uh, of the Clans. Oh, shit. What was that EA game there? That Red they- Alert. Command and Conquer? Command and Conquer. It'll be way saw, better than that. That we saw at E3. It'll be way better than that. Launch the missile. Yeah. Press this button ten times. Launch the missile. But no, I think they'll I think they'll nail it. As far, far as Overwatch goes, uh, I'm predicting a new hero and a new mode, and the new mode is going to be significant. Uh, everybody always says Battle Royale. I don't think it's going to be Battle yeah, Royale. Also not. But... Um, I think they will announce a pretty big, major new mode. Not just like a, oh, hey, here's a new mode, but something really game-changing. Uh, of course, they'll show the next stuff for World, World of Warcraft and Hearthstone. And then uh, I think you'll see a lot from WoW Classic, which I think is going to come out in 2019. And I've told you before that... I see you have StarCraft question mark here. Right, right. Like, right. What are we like, going to see from they, StarCraft? Because they throw in so much riches at every other franchise, and StarCraft just sits out on the Well, cold. Diablo was the one that has been ignored for years. Because until Diablo 3 came out, like a decade passed, and they did yeah. nothing with it. Well, yeah, but it seems like, in my memory, it seems like Diablo, th- or Diablo 2 and StarCraft 2 came out relatively around the same time. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, I think StarCraft 2 is the newer game, but Oh, wait, StarCraft 2 and Diablo 2? Yeah. Oh, no. StarCraft 2 came out like 10 years after Diablo 2. StarCraft 2 come out? Not that long ago. Seems like it's been out forever. No, like 6 years, 7 years. No, it's got to be older than that. No, no way. Look it up. It's got to be older than that. Look it up. Feels like it's been out for an eternity. Well, it has, but not that long. I still live with my parents when it came out. We got to know. July 27, 2010. So yeah, eight years. Eight years. And then look up what Diablo 2 came out. Right. That's, this is going to be way further back. Oh, yeah. Whew. When did Diablo 2 come out? 2000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Diablo Man, went I like thought, 15 I really years. thought StarCraft was even older than that. And the original is. I mean StarCraft 2. The original StarCraft and Diablo 2 probably came out around the same Let's time. Let's Diablo 3 came out. God, I can't believe that. I thought that was like 2013. I think. 2012. So yeah, yeah I'm kind of surprised. So I think you're going to see WoW Classic come out in 2019, and I've long had this fantasy that with because WoW Classic is both it's a nostalgia for you know, old players to play the World of Warcraft in its original version. But it's also a chance for people who've never played World of Warcraft and don't want to jump in now that it, there's all this stuff yeah. to start from the beginning. And now that Microsoft is doing mouse and keyboard support, there would be a huge opportunity to introduce World of Warcraft to a whole new audience yeah. on, on Xbox. XO18. I'm not sure if I want to go that far and predict XO. it, but it seems like there would be where, a real opportunity. Where do you opportunity think they would there. announce that? Would it, would it be XO18 or would it be here at Blizzard? It would be XO, I think. Yeah. 
I, I think they'll blow out WoW Classic, but if they were going to do something like the yeah. Xbox version, yeah, they would announce it at yeah, XO. Yeah. Um, but I think WoW Classic will come out in 2019. As for StarCraft, like I said, I think they're working on a, a shooter uh, that's in the StarCraft universe. Because like you said, there's got to be something coming. And we know they're making another competitive shooter, but I'm just kind of I think it's of, too early. I'm just kind of tired of the whole, you know, knights and orcs and whatever, Yeah. you know, settings. Yeah. So it, it just seems like switching to StarCraft would be something fresh for them. Well, that's why I think, because WoW's going to be winding down. So they're going to go back to, they're going to do this Warcraft RTS for mobile. And they're going to go in a different direction with StarCraft because you don't want to have two RTSs at the same time. Yeah. You know, everybody always says they're going to do World of Starcraft too. And yeah, that would be instead cool. of WoW, you'll have. I don't know how it works, but it would be interesting. Similar. I mean, there's RTS with guns out there. Yeah, sure. Or uh, MMOs. All right, so now we got to do our top horror games segment. Uh, how, many games? how many games did you have? It's almost that? Halloween. I forgot my list upstairs, so I got to go get it. I did okay. seven games. How many did you do? I did seven because okay. you, you told me that you did seven, Perfect. so. Okay, there we go. Okay. So apparently, um, apparently I only did six, but I could make it seven. Okay, well, apparently I only did six, too. Oh, really? That's, that's good. Sweet. Now that I count them. So you want to do it from the back, starting at six? Yeah, let's start at the six. First thing I know I, you got honorable mentions, you said, right? Well, I was going to say, the first thing, the first problem I had was defining what's a horror game. Yeah. Because there's games that are I like did any game. pseudo-horror, but... Yeah, I mean, at first, I, I was kind of wondering if you meant, like, survival horror. No, not necessarily. Or just, just like, any sort of scary yeah, motif yeah. kind of game. So that that's what fit I fit with the theme of horror and Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I went with. So uh, I think we should do, we should run through our list and then do the honorable mentions, because okay. I don't want the honorable mentions to sort of spoil yeah, yeah. the rest of the list. Yeah, so you start with your number six. Okay, number six for me... Is kind of a cheat, but <laughs> I, I did Telltale's The Walking Dead, no. and I didn't. I didn't want to specify which seasons because, yeah, really it would be season one if you put a gun to my head. Yeah, but I really actually liked season two yeah. as well, and I just started. You're the playing, only one. I just started playing season three, and I, I like that too. So yeah, so I'm just gonna say it's all one giant game. Yeah, I thought about doing that, but I separated games in the same franchise. Um, so my number six was Resident Evil Two. I, uh, because, I mean, Resident Evil 2 is an all-time classic. Yeah. But I feel like, especially at this point, it's not the best in the franchise. It's just been surpassed, obviously. It's a PS1 game. Yeah. I think the remake is oh, probably yeah. one of my most oh, anticipated yeah, games in 2019. So for that. And it's, it's just around the corner as well. Like but two or three I months. remember, like, when you first... The thing about RE2 was... Because RE1 all took place in, you know, the mansion... So getting out into an overrun Raccoon City at the time was just mind-blowing. Well, yeah. And, uh, it really stinks they couldn't get the remake out in time for Halloween. This yeah, year. yeah. It's in that quarter one, 2019? Yeah, it's in January, I think. All right, so we got for five. Yeah, well, you'll really like my, my number five. It is uh, State of Decay. Oh, gee. We're cutting this whole segment. <laughs> State of Decay, the, uh, the best... Uh, pure zombie simulation <laughs> uh, ever made. 
and uh, it, you can count on this game being the future GTA. Oh, she's killer. repeating that quote. The, the future GTA killer. We know that. You better hope nobody uncovers that. We know that they got Microsoft years. money. My number five was Eternal Darkness. Um, oh, I thought that would be a little higher up. Um, it was pretty hard to rank these games, to be honest, because a lot of them are drastically different. Some of them are more action. Some of them are more survival. Some of them are great because the story. Some of them are great because the gameplay. Yeah. Eternal Darkness. Uh, the atmosphere, the story for that game at the time was just awesome. It was one of the first games that I played that really nailed the whole like Lovecraftian themes. But now, like every game tries to do yeah. that. But, yeah. Uh, it's a classic for sure, and it, uh, it's sad to me that that franchise just got left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not many people probably even remember it anymore. Yeah, I'm amazed that actually Nintendo hasn't tried to go back to the well. Yeah. Um, assuming there isn't legal troubles there, because you know obviously one of Nintendo's biggest issues has been uh, games. yeah, being always too kitty, and they got this yeah. excellent franchise. Yeah. That if they gave to, I mean, could you imagine retro doing a new Eternal? That'd Darkness? be amazing. Yeah. That'd be amazing. They, I guarantee you, retro would crush it. Yeah. So I, I I don't get it. Who knows, but that's my number five. Yep. What's so your number four? Uh, number four uh, is appropriately named Left for Dead. <laughs> One. I, I didn't include that in my list. Left for Dead. Uh, only because of Bill. <laughs> yeah. Bill was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I actually played two. I don't know why I, I just played two. Yeah. But, um, I just didn't like two. Uh, yeah, and I realized I really prefer one over yeah. two. One was just. I don't know, there's something more. It's the original. It's yeah. hard to top. And, well, yeah, and the zombies, or the new, uh, you know, zombie types or whatever that they added for two. Yeah. Just weren't that good yeah. compared to what one The had. setting, I didn't, I wasn't impressed yeah, with the Yeah, and the characters either. were completely forgettable yeah. in two. So my number four, you're going to love this one. You're, you're probably going to shut the mic off when I say this. Gone Home. Oh, that's not even a that's not even a horror game. It's it's, it's tense. It's creepy. It's atmospheric. It's scary. Game. Yeah, it is. It it, it has a lot of the same elements of Resident Evil. Just because you don't have a gun. Disqualified. That was my number four. And really, I was gonna. You don't have a gun or encounter anything. <laughs> I was gonna. Well, that's the whole point. The whole anything horror, of horror. The horror is in your head. It's. Anything. The, the atmosphere in that game, the, with all the JFK conspiracy and the alien <laughs> invasion and the, it, oh, I loved it. I, I almost put it at number one just to no. make you go, just to make you go through the roof. Oh God. But I, I, I didn't have the, I couldn't put the other games back. Okay. So are we moving on yeah, to number right. three. Yep. Number three for me is House of the Dead Two. <laughs> Mainly because of the voice acting. Oh, how could that be your number three? How could it not be? The voice acting. I mean, <laughs> that is pretty horrific when you think about it. So, you uh, talk about horror. Between the voice acting. Well, actually, I mean, the entire game, though, is just really incredible. Um, you know, the boss battles. I still remember, like, all the boss battles. I mean, I, I played it with you. At some Didn't point, yeah, yeah. At some point. And it was, uh, I mean, it was just, I think it was the best in the series. Myself. The only thing I liked about House of the Dead 3 was that you used a shotgun in the arcade mode. I yeah. loved that. Yeah. Uh, the actual arcade kiosk yeah, yeah, yeah. was a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So my number three was Resident Evil 4. I I had a real t hard time ranking these top three because they're all top tier. They're, I mean, yeah. they all could be number one in my opinion. Um, Resident Evil 4, I guess the reason I put it at number three, because uh, just from a horror aspect, 
it got a lot more actiony for a lot of the game. Um, once you get out of that first village and you you fight, um, what was it was it Del Lago yeah. or whatever? Um, you know, it just became much more of an action game. But it's still definitely a horror game and an all-time great. Like oh, really yeah. one of the all-time greats. Yeah. I had a hard time putting that these top three yeah. in a rank. Yeah. See my number. What do you got for two? My number two game is Resident Evil Four. Okay. So we almost agreed. Yeah. Almost. Agreed almost. And, uh, you know, the same reasons you said, it's just, you know, and especially for the series, you know, they just tried to reboot the series again with Resident Evil 7. Yeah. And didn't quite work out. No. So well, I'd love to play it. I'd love to play it in VR. It succeeded. Yeah. But I'm not sure it, like, it, reinvigorated the franchise. It didn't work the way Resident Evil 4 did. No. I mean, Resident Evil 4 changed Total revolution. Yeah, and it, and it works well, so well. And it basically so well. revolutionized, in a lot of ways, um third-person shooters for the time with the yeah. whole laser sight like the way you aimed over the shoulder and stuff yeah and the story was pretty solid too so. yeah so many so many characters that, yeah you know, memorable characters yeah uh so my number two was dead space i love the original dead space especially that i mean that's a, quite a horror story the way that that franchise ended in and of itself because three really ea pigeonholed them into a pretty lame direction yeah it was still pretty decent but just two one and two were really good uh, first one exploring that feeling of being not only alone in space but being hunted down by alien monsters mm-hmm. it's just i mean the classic yeah. you know what was that movie uh the yeah, lawrence yeah. fishburne no, no. predator uh, <laughs> no uh, had a Lawrence Fishburne in it as a huge inspiration for Death Matrix. Uh, Never mind. Oh, oh, Event Horizon. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, like, that's just a terrifying oh thought. Goodness. Being that, alone in that space. That was the scariest movie I ever seen when I was a alone kid. in space. I mean, oh, yeah. So that was my number two. Okay, you're you're really gonna shut the mic off for my number one. My number one is Resident Evil Five. Oh my uh, god! I, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm actually just kidding. It's not Resident Evil Five. No. <laughs> It was about this close to being Resident Evil 5. My actual number one is Eternal Darkness. Because I am I am really on a, a Lovecraftian kick right now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the whole Lovecraft angle, I appreciate more now. Yeah. And I, I just appreciate everything that it did, because especially when it came out, mm-hmm. like, nobody else had ever done yeah. a game like this. Yeah. And it was just so good. And I really appreciated, like, the... The anthology, like everything about it. The depth of the story at the time was incredible. Yeah, I mean, just just about everything about it was so unique. Do you remember? And so well done. Do you remember when you went back to the mansion? Because was her name Alex, the main character with the blonde hair? Well, I mean, there was a few main characters, but but the like the one you played in the modern day. Yeah. Oh, the blonde ponytail. Yeah, I can't remember her name though. Every time you went back to that mansion, it played this really unsettling music. Yeah, it was just yeah. I remember it to this day. The thing I remember the most about it was probably the the Roman, and I don't know why I remember this so well, but the the Roman, the skeleton guy, the Roman guy. Yeah, I remember the Roman guy and the like uh, World War One era. Yeah, guy creeping around and yeah. I think it was a church or some, and the boss battle. The boss battles in that game were great. Yeah, the scale of them was great. Yeah, I, I gosh, I wish we could replay this game. Yeah. I, mean, I still have my GameCube. Well, a lot of it right doesn't now. hold up, I think, from yeah, a gameplay that's perspective. That's what I'm scared of. It's one of those probably better left alone. Yeah, just just a memory. Um, so that doesn't make me go through the roof too much. But um, 
ironically enough. Did it same. actually fake you out in a few moments? Like, oh yeah. You remember like when I was like, oh, you're. you did. I think one of them was like. Something happened to your game. Yeah. And I think it actually got people, some people, to shut their system well, Metal Gear Solid did the same thing. Yeah. Um, but my number one was the remake, right from the same era, the Resident Evil remake. Oh. That, to, that was, that's a game, and arguably part of the reason is because the controls are so cumbersome. But when you saw certain enemies in that game, like the Crimson Heads that they introduced... Oh, or, yeah. Or the hunters. Yeah. Or the lickers. You're terrified. You did not want to fight them. You, yeah. you, you're, you're like, oh, your palms get sweaty. I'm running the other way. I just remember, do you remember when they showed the graphics? It was insane. That? I mean, like, people's minds exploded. It was insane. They, they didn't think it was possible on the GameCube. Yeah, it was. And, uh, and it was pre-rendered, but. Yeah, I mean, but still. It, it was incredible. Yeah, even to this day it looks good. Yeah. And that's, what, freaking 50. What 12 yeah. 13 years later, yeah. I mean, well, it's still getting released on every yeah. system under yeah. the sun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty hard to remake or uh, to remake to rank a lot of these, but so yeah. the, the remake in RE2 didn't make your list. Well, I was, um, I was trying to uh, stick to like pretty much my list. I tried to stick to one title from one yeah. franchise, yeah. You know, so I didn't have because otherwise it would probably have been mostly like Resident yeah, Evil games. Yeah, five Resident Evil games. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I'll just. You know. I think it's funny that Silent Hill that make either one of our lists. I mean, it, it, I have Silent Hill Homecoming as a um, honorable mention. Yeah, because that's actually the only Silent Hill game I've played. Yeah, I actually really liked it, and it almost made my. The quest, only thing I know but, from Silent Hill is Pyramid Head. That's it. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. I never played. Did you watch the movie? No. I didn't. I've watched a YouTube video of Pyramid Head making love with several mannequins. <laughs> you know, I, I really sincerely, and I'll probably at some point pick up the uh, HD collection, even yeah. though I've heard they're sort of questionable. Yeah. But I really want to play two. Yeah. Because that seems to be the one you got you got to experience. What were the rest of your honorable mentions? Um, let's see. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Resident Evil 5. Oh, Jesus. I love Resident Evil 5. That that almost made my list. That's I mean, the game that killed the franchise. I would literally slip that in right on, right beneath Resident Evil 4, I think. Uh, Resident Evil 7. House of the Dead Overkill. <laughs> and Darkstalkers. I can't even remember that. That's the fighting game? I with can't like the monster that. creatures? I can't even no? remember. Okay. Uh, my honorable mentions. And see, some of these games, again, I had a hard time classifying them as horror. Like The Last of Us has horror elements, but I didn't really oh, feel yeah. it's, it's a oh, horror game. Yeah. I didn't. I feel like it's yeah. Too, it's funny. I didn't even think of that. And you know, it should be. It should be. A I mean, game. but it does. I don't think you can pigeonhole it and say it's a horror game, but it definitely can be. Oh yeah. It's a bigger than a horror. I mean, it has game. zombies. Right. So. Right. And and. But in a lot of ways, I mean. It was like human versus human. Right. That's what I mean. Like, it's an action game. It's a horror game. And, it's a story game. And really, it's, we don't even know if there's zombies in the second game, do we? I have no idea. It's kind of weird. So, The Last of Us, Bioshock was another one. I felt like the original had a lot of horror elements. Oh, yeah. Big daddies and the little girls. And yeah. there's a lot of creepiness to that game. Yeah. And the other two, uh, well, for me, Costume Quest, it's not at all a horror game, but it's a Halloween game, <laughs> yeah. and I love it. It's, it's, yeah. it's worth playing, especially. It. It's great. It's great. And I did just want to mention Dead Rising, not because I love them that much, but because it's a zombie game. Yeah. Um, I really like the first one, right? Yeah, I mean, I played all of them pretty much, and I, 
felt like okay about him. I would never put him in my on my list of top tens or anything. Though. Yeah, I, I mean, The Last of Us would what if I thought of that? I don't know why I didn't think of that, but well, it's because it's such a big game. I would stick like to you that. wouldn't say like, oh, that's those. a great horror game. You just think like, that's a great game. I don't know what game I would have bumped off the list. Maybe, I mean, in truth, it would probably be Stated Kid House of the <laughs> House of the Dead. There is two horror games that I could think of that I want to play that I have never played. Um, that's Soma, and then uh, I always hear, especially the new one, like the Call of Cthulhu games. I've yeah. always been interested, but never. Well, played. there's see, there's, and I've been on like I actually have like the complete Lovecraft collection, yeah, an audiobook, and I, I listen to it all the time. So I've been really on the the uh, you know Lovecraft kick. And there's two very Lovecraftian games coming out. Yeah, Call of Cthulhu. Sinking City is the other one. Yeah, right? and they both look really good. Yeah. So I did play Cthulhu Saves the World. <laughs> did you ever play that one? <laughs> I've never heard of that it's one. A, like. It's a turn-based RPG that's built exactly like the original Dragon Quest. But you play as Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our top horror games. Happy but Halloween. Who asked for that? <laughs> Something like that? I bet you they made a profit on it. Now we'll try to rattle off some other pretty quick stuff here. Uh, market mode time. This one's pretty interesting. It doesn't surprise me. It also may help piece together a lot of our dismay with Battlefield Five. Um, so supposedly, I mean not really supposedly, it's pretty much confirmed, DICE has been losing staff quite a bit since the whole debacle with Battlefront Two and the microtransactions and the backlash against that. The most overdone debacle ever. And then there's um, huge... I, I guess a lot of new studios have opened up in Stockholm where DICE is. No, that's, that's kind of surprising. Like, I think Epic just opened a studio there. And then I think... I forget who else opened up a studio there. But there's actually other developers where... You know, these people, if they want to look for a job, they don't need to look very far. So if they're unhappy at DICE, they can just walk down the street and... I gotta say, it's really nice to see um, Europe getting more and more studios. Yeah. Because for a time, it was like, you know... Japan was, or America. Yeah, and there was like Rare in England and, you know, I guess a little bit later, Lionhead. Yeah. Who's not and that bad. was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's like no other studio yeah. in those those. So it's good to see, you know, Europe finally getting to the table. But that, uh, I think that does make sense that maybe internally DICE is going through a bit of an identity crisis, and that's probably. Well, a lot I got a feeling Battlefield 5 isn't going to help. Well, there's more Battlefield 5 news. I guess we can just say it right now. Um, DICE came out and said that Firestorm, which is their Battle Royale mode, is being added to Battlefield 5 in March of next year. So a good five, six months out until they get Battle Royale. And, um,. Doesn't surprise me. I heard that, and I think, at first I thought, well, it could be good because with some time and maybe they put a lot of effort into Battlefield, they'll kind of, just like they did with Battlefield 1, they'll reinvigorate it. Mm -hmm. And Firestorm could do that. Yeah. But then I got thinking the timing of it is right in that quarter one 2019 where everybody's going to be buying every game. Well. And I'm like, oh, this is, it's a really risky move. Well, I mean, in in some ways it'll, it'll be good for them because... Let's face it; they're going to get slaughtered by Call of Duty this this. Holiday, I think so. This holiday season, so by by holding this back for like six months, it'll essentially give them the opportunity to almost. That's like what I mean. I kind of see what they're trying to do. So they're going to get their they're going to get to have their cake and eat but it. But I too. wonder if it'll be too little, too late. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they'll have to show up something really, really interesting. Yeah, 
definitely. Um, so Jade Raymond, there's probably a name you haven't heard. Yeah, I've not heard this name in a while. Creator of Assassin's Creed, and uh, I believe she worked on Splinter Cell Blacklist at Ubisoft. Had been put in charge of a new studio at EA. Well, uh, and they had been working on a Star Wars game for quite a few years. Yep. Venture Beat got the word that she has now left EA, and there's somebody else running this studio. And uh, I don't really know what to make of this. I don't know if that means the game was in development trouble. I don't know. I mean, there's a billion reasons yeah. this could have happened. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where she lands, though, because she does have a recognizable name. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where she goes. Maybe she goes back to Ubisoft. Could be. Here's this one's just for you here, you and your China stuff. So there's actually an agency that approves games in China. That's like, that's, it's like the, you know, it's like the FTC here. They're a whole branch of the government. Yeah. Um, so the government's being shaken up over there right now. So game approvals have literally been put on hold. No game can get approved and released in China right now. That's insane. And uh, for people that don't know, most games that come out here don't really make it to China. They get these knockoff versions and yeah, and stuff like that. But uh, I'm sure you. I, I was expecting you to have some or, conspiracy or heavily or heavily um, you know censored version. Yeah. Or knockoffs, complete knockoffs. Like yeah. You say. Well, I can't, can't. Do they even have the Xbox and PlayStation in China? They do. Because they do. There was there uh, was a, a big. If you remember, there was a huge rush to to get out in China for. Yeah. I think the sales are, you know, I mean, you never hear about. Yeah. Them. So obviously the sales are abysmal. Do you remember like but. you couldn't release like during the GameCube, PS2, that era, like you couldn't release those consoles there because remember they had like the Panasonic Q yeah wasn't that for China I don't think it was for China was it for Japan that was like a special edition for Japan was it yeah because that one if you remember right that one actually could play DVDs yeah and that was the big thing about it right so I mean um, you know obviously like you said the problem in China is is, uh, counterfeiting yeah right counterfeiting the entire system yeah or the games or both right so yeah so um, so yeah, that's that's always been the challenge in China, and I re- I remember when they released the systems there, um, they're they're a lot more expensive, which is another problem. Yeah, they're more expensive in China than like elsewhere. Yeah, which ain't gonna help when people are releasing knockoffs for right a fourth of the price. You get you know? world so, of world of crap craft yeah stuff. so and you know I mean PC, they actually do have well PC there. is already like the gold standard yeah. in China so you know like it's pretty much a lost cause um, so here's you know you and I have been talking about this for a while how much Microsoft has really turned this generation around so Microsoft in their most recent financial reportings their gaming revenue was up 44% which is pretty nuts that's almost a 50% increase just from last year. Yeah. That's that's nuts. I mean, I, I mean uh, it's really impressive. I wonder what's driving that. I mean, I got to think that it's Game, Game Pass as part of it. Um, Which is weird because to me, it seems like they've been trying to like practically give Game Pass away to anybody yeah. and everybody. But I think, see, here's the thing. I've subscribed to Game Pass since probably the first month it came out. I've never used it for anything. I, but I sit there and I pay the ten dollars every month. <laughs> I have yet to find a game on there that I haven't played that's worth my time. Yeah. 
but I pay for it. Yeah. And that's, I think, it's like the gym membership. Thing. Well, did, oh, How many people oh, have right. gym you, memberships? You didn't, you didn't play uh, Forza Horizon 4. No, nope, I didn't play State of Decay. I got to tell you, though, that was pretty incredible. When I loaded up Forza Horizon 4. And I hear it's great. And realized that here I am getting this AAA game for essentially $10. Yeah. Like, it was just I, like, hear it's, I hear it's great. But I think there's a lot of people like it was me really like, wow. who just sign up for it. Just like a gym membership, because it's the concept behind it. Well, it's only 10 bucks, and I'm never going to go to the gym, but at least I'll be able to go when I want to. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, such, it's such little money that you're yeah. just like, eh, whatever, I'll pay it. Yeah, $10 a month. Yeah, yeah who cares? Yeah, right. That's, I mean, like, that's like lunch. Right, lunch. right. You know, I mean, like, yeah. so it's, who it's cares? It's going to Subway. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've gotten a little more use out of it than you have, obviously, because I've, I've played Forza Horizon 4 and Doom. I, and, I installed uh, State of Decay. I never played it. I uninstalled <laughs> and it. And I did play State of Decay 2. I did play Sea of Thieves probably three or four times. I played Overcooked. Never played that. I played like a bunch I of... I played the, Laser League for probably like 20 minutes. I played a bunch of the old fighter games that are on there. Um, yeah, I've gotten quite a bit of use out of it. I, um, what was the game? My niece and nephew played Hello Neighbor. There's a lot of great games God, on there. I hate Hello Neighbor. And, and I'm not trying to bash Game Pass because obviously it's working. Yeah. And it's a huge value. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying there's people like me who I think are just paying for it. I mean, they're it, providing it'll be me really nothing. cool like when like Halo Infinite yeah. hits. Right. I mean, like when that hits and that's just $10. Yeah. I mean, people's minds are just going to yeah. explode. Right. So, um, so the potential is... Hasn't been fully realized yet, but it's getting there. It's already a huge value, though. It's yeah. already I mean, a great deal. Well, yeah, especially once Forza Horizon 4 hits. Yeah. That was like the first true yeah. AAA game. Exclusive. Where they didn't really have to do that. Right. But they did. Right. And So remember how we were talking last, I don't know, last episode or the episode before, how somebody had invested $100 million in Bungie and that was a lot of money? Yeah. Epic just got $1.25 billion <laughs> in venture capital investments. From who? Like three, like financial firms, one point two five billion. Makes you wonder what are they, what are they going to do with all that money? Fortnite, obviously. Fortnite two through one hundred. Well, I don't think you'll ever see a sequel to Fortnite. No, it's it's like it's like the Minecraft. Thing. But with one point two five billion, I'll be stunned if it's all going to Fortnite and not new franchises. I don't think you'll. I think you'll see them make one other new franchise in the near future. I don't think you'll see them make a lot, though. Because they're going to be pouring so well, much into yeah. Fortnite. I mean, it's going to be sort of the Activision Blizzard and, um, you know, basically a lot of studios now are switching to, like, you have one or two franchises. For a decade. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you just make them really, really good. So it'll be interesting to see, though, like you said, where does this money go? What are they doing with it? Because that's a lot. Like, this isn't like, hey, we want a piece of the pie. They must have had some plan. Like, we want to do this. And we need your money to make it happen. Yeah. And there'll be a return. To and it's a lot of money, especially right. for a right. game. I mean, this is huge. Yeah. Um, so they, they must have something really big that they're working well, on. Well, and they do have Unreal Engine, which is a huge moneymaker, too. Just that alone. Yeah. So who knows? Now it's time for some other Godspeed stories. This one's funny. Sean Bean is appearing in Hitman 2. He's the first villain. <laughs> and they already came out and said, yes, he's, he's going to die. Because he dies in everything that he's in. You know, I really feel like... I've watched other stuff with him in it. And he's good. But I've never felt like he's great. 
Really? In Game of Thrones season one, he I is thought he was so excellent. In Game of Thrones season. Well, yeah, that he's so perfect. Like I could not imagine anyone. But everything else I've seen him in, yeah, like, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, but not great. It's unfortunate. But Game of Thrones season one, amazing. Literally, like, I perfect. Could not, I could not imagine right. anybody else in that role. Blew it out of the water. And I do like him. I'm not saying like. Yeah. I'm not trying to insult his acting. I'm just saying. I mean, he just had the perfect. I mean, like he just that perfect like father figure. You know, proud man. And you could of. tell from the second you saw him, though, that he was a tragic character. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. you didn't know he was going to die, but he just yeah. had this sadness to him. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, whiny and complaining. He well, just he had, was like, honorable, a, too. Right, and like, right. You know, for some reason, the honorable people always seem to get it in the end. Right. Um, so, 3D Realms, who's the creators of Duke Nukem, and this company called 1C Entertainment are developing a first-person shooter on the original Quake engine coming in 2019. So I thought this was pretty pretty funny. They're making a retro first-person shooter, basically. I'm just curious to see what it is. Because 3D Realms is gonna Is it going to move at 10,000 miles per hour? Because if it, if, if it does, I'm not interested. What was that? Oh, like all, all moving the, that quick? All the Quake and Unreal games that move 10,000 miles oh, per hour. Oh, it's great. It's Hate great. That. It's highly competitive. Stand it. It's too fast. <laughs> so uh, the, the head of Disney Infinity just joined Gearbox, who's the developers of Borderlands, and is working on a new IP that they say is going to appeal to people of all ages. Uh, I have no idea what this would be. Sea Landers. Sea <laughs> Landers. Good prediction. Sea Landers. Land Landers. Frozen Bite announced Trine 4 for all platforms coming in 2019. I played Trine 2. was not my favorite game. It's kind of a puzzle game. Different powers involved. Side-scroller. I'm trying to remember what Trine is. It's like a side-scrolling Besides the worst name game. for a video game ever. <laughs> uh, here's one I know you're going to love. Black Desert is hitting open beta on Xbox next month. Didn't you really get excited for this game and you yes. played it and hated it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks so good for an, for an MMO RPG. This is this well, like, and isn't the combat always oh, compared to Devil May Cry? Goodness, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, but the, the actual game itself is just it's atrocious. I just I think you're not an MMO it. guy. No, no, this no. Have you ever played an MMO that you yeah, like? Well, I mean, don't tell me Conan. Conan. That's well, <laughs> okay, but I mean, I have played other MMOs. So like I know that. There's well, have you ever really liked them? Okay, yeah, I mean a little bit. I, I wish I liked Conan. I, I think if. I wish I liked. If my. <laughs> That's computer, a great statement. If my computer ran better, I think I would have liked Conan yeah. a little more. But my computer couldn't really run it. Yeah. And you know, I mean, there's just something about PC gaming in general that just turns me off. Yeah. I, I don't want to sit at my PC when I game yeah. for whatever reason. I can't figure it out. But um. But this game. That's Do you think you'd that. like it more on a controller? No. No? Because I, I have it on Xbox. Black Desert? Or no. It's I'm not sorry, even I, out. I have it on PC, but I play it with my controller. Oh, okay. I play it with my Xbox controller. That's why I... Okay. No, that makes it. sense. Was there a was there a beta or something? I swear to God, I played on it on PC? Xbox. On Xbox. No, it's just going into beta next month. Oh. I thought I played it on Xbox. You probably but played it with an Xbox controller. I probably played it with the Xbox controller. But the main issue that this game has, compared to other MMOs... Is there's enemies everywhere? Well, that's what's supposed to be so great about it. Everywhere, no, no, you the don't. Combat's you supposed really to be don't understand. I mean, I know how there's enemies. Like, a, a, everybody says it's a combat. There's, there's literally enemies. Like, 
every two feet. On top of you. Yes, everywhere. Everywhere. Maybe I you mean, were lagging. You literally have to fight through about a thousand enemies. It's to, like Dynasty to, Warriors. To get through, yes. It's 99 just, Knights. And the combat oh, isn't, me. whatever they told you, the combat <laughs> isn't Devil May Cry. It's not Ninja Gaiden. You know, it's an MMO. You know, and <laughs> there's just way too many enemies. I mean, like, literally, you, you'll see a field, and it'll just be full. I'm really tempted to try it because I like MMOs. But I do not have time to get invested. With an MMO, you gotta have time to get invested. And I don't have that right yeah. now. I just don't. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna boot it off, and take a <laughs> screenshot. How many enemies? Do it, and we'll post it on our How social media. How many enemies? Like, there's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's just so ridiculous. I couldn't take it. Uh, so we talked a lot about Resident Evil. Well, the remake, Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil 4 are coming to Switch. Are you gonna buy them again? You know, <laughs> Uh, it's funny that that's the first question um, uh, because that's exactly what I was pondering to myself and I'm like am I going to buy these again because I mean how many times have I bought these games right I, I think I bought I'm trying to remember Z- I, Zero came to Xbox and Playstation right I bought the remake at least two or three times Zero yeah Zero is on Game Pass is it well it was I don't know if it still is um I should really get it on Game Pass if it's still there and finish it. Maybe it's off Game Pass now. Um, you know, I might buy four. Again? Four seems like it would be the, the coolest one to have on yeah. Switch. Yeah. I think, right? Which one, the which one do you think would work best They're both in great handheld? games, I don't know. Which, but which do you think would work best in handheld? It's hard to say. Yeah. I feel the like tank controls. Yeah, I feel I don't like know. the tank controls and the odd camera angles. Yeah. In the in the remake and zero, yeah. would be hard on the small screen. Might I be. feel like. I don't know. Um, so two B from Nier is coming to Soul Calibur six. They've Soul Calibur. They've made this habit oh, now. Yeah. They got Geralt. They've got Negan. Now they're getting two B. Who else do you think? Go ahead. I think it's interesting because for me, I could really care less about most fighters, think. but this is. Stuff like this keeps me talking about Soul Calibur, which and you, is and a you good think move. Back of, they've had some pretty... I mean, they probably have the best guest characters. Oh, yeah. Outside of maybe Mortal Kombat. Well, they had they had Venom. They had Link. Who was the Kratos, right? Was in the PS2 version of Soul Calibur 2? They had Spawn. Spawn. I'm sorry. Yep. They had Spawn. They had Link. They had... Uh, was Dar- it Kratos? They had Darth Vader. They had Kratos. They had um, uh, the dude from Tekken. Oh, that doesn't even count. He was the worst. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, it's just he's just from another fight. I guess they franchise. just figured you know the game's gonna be most popular on PlayStation Two, so yeah. they don't even try there. But they did have um, they had Yoda, for they had Yoda and Darth Vader on the PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Now they got uh, Geralt and Negan. Two so B. They got a pretty deep uh, guest character lineup. So we let's talk about what we're playing right now. Um, I already talked about my impressions of Red Dead. I already mentioned I've been playing Destiny 2, and the Haunted Forest event is really great. The only other game I've been playing, because I've had almost no time with all the work, the hours I've been putting in at work, this Reigns Game of Thrones game came out for mobile. You've been playing Reigns Game of Thrones when you own Call of Duty? Black Ops. Well, I haven't been home. I haven't been home. That's the thing. I'm working 70 hours yeah. at 7 in the morning to 9 at night every day. So I can play it at work. I can play it in bed. You know, like, so I played it, and I got to say, it's really fun. It works really well for a mobile game. That's always my problem with mobile games, like we say, or games that 
are more deep and I'm trying to remember what game this is. Either. Reigns is a so it works just. I thought like, this was the RPG. No, so this works like Tinder. Okay, so you <laughs> you you are it, it takes place after. Did you swipe left or right? Yeah, for, uh, you do. For uh, what's her name? The queen there, the Mad Queen. Daenerys or Cersei? Cersei. So how it works is, you it takes place after the series ends, and it starts with Daenerys. How can it take place after the series ends? Speculatively, so. It starts with Daenerys on the Iron Throne, and you have to every decision. You have to say if you'll bang her. No, no. <laughs> you you make decisions. Peter? You make you are her. Daenerys, and you have to make decisions on how to rule the Seven Kingdoms. So you swipe left for one decision, right for a different decision, and then you keep going. But you have to balance all the different aspects, because then inevitably, if you get too out of balance on any of them, you die. You get killed. Mobile gaming was a mistake. And, no, this is good. So then after, <laughs> well, of course, because you're a mayor, and this is like. Being but it's a mayor. Game of Thrones. It, it it really, it's the it's probably. I'll, I'll just say it. It is the best Game of Thrones game yet. Oh well, yeah, I mean, well, think of the competition. Well, Telltale yeah. made that. It only has two games. Telltale, um, but it really does, like, it has an interesting effect because you unlock the other characters. So I've unlocked Daenerys, Tyrion. Jamie and John, and there's a whole lot more, and Xerxes. So when you're, it's interesting because while you're playing, I've noticed this tendency to answer things like I feel like the character I'm playing would. I make the decisions that they would. So you see how those decisions, if the, that character was on the throne, would play out. Like when I was Daenerys, I got thrown in a uh, huge vat of wildfire and just incinerated. Hmm. And uh, it's just it's it, for Game of Thrones fans. It's like two ninety nine, and it's really simple and fun. You could play it for literally two minutes at a time, and then put it away. I like it a lot. You've had a lot of time to play games, so let's hear. Did you finish Dragon Quest Eleven? I did not finish Dragon Quest Eleven. I feel. I mean, I guess I shouldn't have bought it on PC. Yeah, I think that was my first mistake. Yeah, you know, but um, I, in fact, I don't think I even played it in my third two weeks off. But what I've been playing is Excite Bike on Nintendo Switch. Oh Jesus! Oh my God, I'm addicted to this game now. <laughs> Excite Bike is where is it? I, you know, I was never, it free? Yeah, it's on, it's part of like the uh, NES online, yeah. which I've been enjoying the hell out of. And because uh, I've been playing like Super Mario Brothers yeah. three nonstop and and uh, Excite Bike, and at some point when they release the original NES controller, I'm gonna. I'm gonna finally finish. Oh, I don't want to touch that controller again. <laughs> the Legend, my hands. The Legend of Zelda, the original. I, you know, I've I've grown, I've literally grown up playing this game, and I've never finished it. And the closest I got was probably when I was about 12 years old. And I got all the dungeons except the second to last dungeon. I couldn't figure out where that was. <laughs> I could get to the to the final dungeon, but I couldn't find the second, second to last. last. So. Uh, you know that's still a mystery to me. Yeah. I, I refuse to use. I refuse to use like any guide for it. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it another go now. But I can't use like the pro controller for it. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. It's you know like I need the original NES controller. So I'm waiting for that to come out. Then I'm gonna finish that one. But um, getting back to what we were talking about, um, I also played a lot of uh, Mario Party, Super Mario Party. Oh yeah, how's that? That's pretty good. I mean, you really gotta have. You really, I mean, it's really got to be sort of a party situation yeah. where you have other people to play right. with. You can't play a game alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know a bunch of mini games. It's, yeah. So it's kind of fun for a while. 
Uh, they have WarioWare. Shove up your own. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the main game I've been playing is Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. The remake. Yeah. And I'm about... I think I'm on the ninth Colossus. How many are there? I think there's 16. So there might, there might be 18. It's either 16 okay. or 18. So I'm about it's one 50. of those games I always wanted to play and never oh, got around so to. It's so good. Let me tell you, it's so good. You know, and it's funny. I, this game has convinced me to buy two consoles, and yet I never played it. I bought my PS2 for this game, and I did end up buying the game. Never but played I, I it? I played it for about... Five minutes. I played I the just demo. Shut it off and never. I played the demo of Shadow of the Colossus back in PS2 days. Well, let me tell you, when I played it on PS2, first of all, the PS2 was never designed to run a game like Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, so no. it, it had a lot of bugs. It had a lot of issues, and I remember I played it for about five minutes. I ran into a game-breaking bug. <laughs> I shut it off. Never touched it. Never went back to it until now. And I gotta tell you, I. I don't know how I didn't play it more on the PS2 besides for the game-breaking bug, because I, I am I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, it's really the only game that Team Oni has made. I was all their other games. I'm like, yeah, I could care less. Yeah. The Last Guardian, Oni, it had no. It's it's so beautiful. Shadow of the Colossus. I really. I will say this: the remake got the art style wrong. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks nice, but it's not as nice as like the PS2 yeah. art style. They didn't. They missed the boat on that one. But um, I mean, it's Blue Point, and they're they're no match for yeah, you know. But um, aside from that, it's it's really like pretty much perfect, and you know, I mean, they did a really good job with what we were talking about with Red Dead, how you like wander around. Yeah, they don't really actually make you do that. Yeah, like it's like five minutes to each colossus. Yeah, and. <clears throat> It's five minutes there, you know, you, you, you battle it, and you don't even have to go back. Mm -hmm. Like, the game automatically teleports you back to the yeah. main tower, yeah. and then you go back out. And since there's no other enemies to fight, you know, it just, want, I mean, even though you're wandering around this world alone, yeah. it's still so beautiful. And, yeah. like, there's something about that, that isolation, loneliness, yeah. in the expansive world yeah. that's just... I don't know. It's yeah. so good. And not having, like, like I was looking at, I can't remember if it was Red Dead or something. I was looking at it, and, like, there's, like, a bunch of ridicules, like, floating around, you know, yeah. like pointing this way yeah. and this way. And it was so nice not to, to have a game in this modern era yeah. where there isn't, like, 10 million things telling you to go this way right. or that way. You right. know, you just, one thing, you're going straight to it. Boss battle, which is cool. Yeah. You know, boss battles are the best. So you have this big boss battle, and then you just go straight back. Like, right. So it's, it's start so over. nice in this age to have a game that's just so. Focused. Well, I gotta play it sometime. I, I don't it, know it when is, it'll it be. It is absolutely. I mean, some of the some of the you know areas are just beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, when you're riding your horse across this enormous like rock bridge, and yeah, it's definitely a game you got experience. I'll definitely try it sometime. I don't know when that'll be, but uh, anything else? Um. I think that's about it. Alright. So I had to put something to draw your own conclusions there. This was the most unexpected news probably I've heard in a long time. You remember Hellgate London? Yes. Do you remember how hyped that game was? I didn't think it was too hyped. Well, it was from Diablo. The developers of Diablo 2 left Blizzard and started Flagship, who made Hellgate London. And this was the first game that took... This game was so ahead of its time. It was the first game to take a shooter. It was like the first shooter RPG, which is now like everything. Everything is also 
is a shooter is also an RPG. Hellgate London was the first game that did that, and it was completely bogged down by massive technical problems. It was also a pseudo MMO, if I remember. Um, it was well, just, this game launched in 2007. Yeah, it's long. I can't believe this game came out before StarCraft II. <laughs> but it was massively hyped as like the beginning of something new, and it was. But the game itself failed. Yeah. So they're relaunching it on Steam in 2018 on November 15th. And I'm curious to see if they fix a lot of the technical problems and if people play it. I'm yeah. just draw your own conclusion. I don't know, but yeah. when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, really? There's a game that probably yeah. people don't recall." Like, like, how did this happen? Right, right. You know, eleven years later, right. a game that you know totally bombed at the yeah, time. Yeah, it wasn't really like lighting the world on fire. But it set so many precedents, like that would come to fruition like you could see the developers obviously knew the direction things were going to go and they yeah. were just so far ahead of their time that their game suffered because they didn't have the technology to bring it to life yeah so I thought the game looked great I was psyched for it back in the day uh, the only other other media news I have this week is that Luke Cage has been cancelled by Netflix we just talked uh, about how mm-hmm. uh, what was it Iron Fist got cancelled yes now Luke Cage has been canceled. And there were rumors swirling that Daredevil was on the chopping block, but Vincent the uh, Vincent D'Oforio says it. I have no idea. The guy that plays Kingpin. He uh, he said no, we're we're not in danger of being canceled. Season so. three everybody says is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got I still you know it's funny. Jessica I don't Jones know why. Has been canceled. I don't know why I cannot get into season two of Daredevil. Because well, I, mean, I love terrible. I love Electro, I love the Punisher. I don't know why I can't make it through. Everybody said two. the season two was bad. I gotta get through it because I want to get to season three. I thought I, season one was terrible. I want to see Bullseye. I, see I made it through did. one episode and I was like, "This is garbage." I couldn't watch it. Well, what season? Season one. Oh, season one was excellent. I season, watched one episode. And season I hated one it. is literally the only Netflix series, the original. Well, besides for uh, Stranger Things and Dark, that made me like sit there and binge. You know, House of Cards made me do that. No, I I don't care about those series. Well, it's almost over now. So yeah. thanks to Kevin there, Spacey. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to that. But I, I thought Daredevil was terrible. But Luke Cage is gone, which Did I you ever watch it. No, no I think it's either. funny that um, the guy who played uh, what was his name Locke in Halo Five. Yeah, I remember they were saying that he had a lot of scheduling problems because he was a part of the Marvel universe now and he was like a big star <laughs> yeah. and blah blah yeah. blah. And now, well. Not so much. Um, I've never seen that guy in anything else. It's funny how it's funny how the movie side of Marvel has their stuff together, and the TV side is just an absolute mess. Yeah, it is. Like they're they're literally at war with each other. First of all, like the TV side literally hates the movie side. Well, because it's like the redheaded stepchild that can't ever live up to Big Brother. They literally try to like (laughs) sabotage the the movie side. I swear to God. And it's funny, it's even funnier when you look over at DC, and on DC, the TV side, yeah. running excellent. Right. Like everything they touch the movies, is movies, they can't do anything. And then the movies, they just pure trash. It's just, I don't know. It, it is odd. So let's take a look at what's coming out this week. Crayola Scoot, whatever the heck that is. Just Dance 2019. Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Uh, Spider-Man PS4 ELC comes out, the heist. My Heroes One Justice, I don't know what the heck that is. 
Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 already came out. We missed that because we were off for a week. Here's a good one. Call of Cthulhu comes out this week. I, I, I'm half tempted to buy this, but I know I'll pro- I don't have time to play it right now. Well, it really seems like a type of game that will end up on Game Pass at yeah, some point. Yeah, or... So on sale for fifteen dollars. Yeah, but I guarantee you this game will show up on Game Pass. At some point. We'll find out. Uh, Hasbro Game Night Lego Harry Potter Collection, uh, Risk for Switch, Sports Party for Switch, Steepex Game Pass, whatever the heck that is. I have no idea. Uh, Trivial Pursuit Live and some game called Orphan comes out on Halloween. So, that's probably a really long episode. In addition to being off for a week, we yep. had the horror game segment. Yep. So, um, let us know what you want to see more of from us. Do you want to see more YouTube content? Do you want to see written content? Do you want to see special podcast episodes? Let us know. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. And, uh, I don't know, maybe Matt has some weird noise to make here as we end the podcast. Or happy Halloween. Words of wisdom. Happy Halloween. <laughs> That's it. So I've got one Stay safe. Uh, don't eat any of the candy that's not wrapped. It's uh, always good advice. That's about it. That's all I got. I just saw Halloween, by the way, before we did the podcast. Irma and I saw it. Oh, the movie? movie? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I want to see that. It was okay. Um, I, you know, day. I never really got into the other house. But this, this, you know, that's the other thing I was really doing while I had the two weeks off is just watching movies. Yeah. But just saw my. I, really I wish I had done. time for that. I, I literally I haven't done it all either. year. I haven't either. And I was just, you know, because like I, I miss it. I couldn't move. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I really miss time it. to watch some movies. And I, I've caught up on so many horror movies, like, but not Halloween. That's the one that's. It, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It's pretty good. It, it wasn't mind blowing. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the remake that Rob Zombie did a couple years ago. Yeah. That was about the only Halloween I've yeah. really seen. So anyway. All right. Got one luck. Episode 15 out. Episode 15.